G'day and welcome to On The Esky and Aussie Sports Podcast, where we like to have a few Mark Stubby Taylors wrap up the week that was in sport and dribble some absolute nonsense. <laughs> Today's show, we have cricket, the Big Bash draft, the first ever. Was it a success? Mm, maybe not. Asian <laughs> Cup is underway and Zimbabwe beat Australia in Australia. Ooh, we won the series, but... Yeah. Uh, footy finals are well underway in the AFL, a great first week of the AFL finals, and we have the top eight set. We have the finals matchups for the Rugby League. Soccer's underway, double week in the APL. Few big NBA trades. The NFL is so close. So close. So close. A lot of fantasy football drafts uh, would have happened over the weekend, I imagine, plus a final round featuring a uh, unfortunate... Uh, result for, for fans of Ty Tuivasa, but uh, uh, Bobby Knuckles getting the job done there in Paris and uh, a look at the F1 over there in, uh, where are they this weekend? Netherlands? Netherlands, yes. Netherlands. Yes. Please yes. remember we have timestamps. You can skip to the sports that you enjoy on the YouTubes or if you're a moron like us and like, <laughs> <laughs> like subjecting yourself to three hours of dribble, listen to the whole damn thing. Please subscribe. Uh, subscribe if you can and chuck us a follow on the socials. Mm. We'd like to kick off this show by shouting a beer. Uh, the man on my left will kick us off. Uh, we're, we're talking tennis. Mm-hmm. Who are you shouting a beer this week, Shauna? Uh, US Open for me and mm-hmm. uh, going with Serena Williams back to back. Of course, leading into the US Open, I go shadow beer as her last one. And yep. unfortunately, she has finally lost uh, to an Australian. And Not unfortunate. I'll probably go for Tomjanovic in that one. But yes. yeah. but good, good game. Uh, mm-hmm. Went to three sets. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely was a good game. Uh, came back to to win that, the Australian. Uh, and, well, that ends Serena Williams' career. Mm. Uh, mm. So, you know, a legend. Uh, couldn't catch Mar- Margaret Court by one. Mm-hmm. Or did she equal? Uh, nah, I think I one think short. Well, I think one short. short. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but overall, a stellar career for the last two decades. Um, well, 17 years, I think, in total. So, unreal. Yeah, an unreal an unreal career. Had a huge uh, following and a lot of the celebs showed up uh, for her, her final matches. Who was the there? Tiger time. Woods, a uh, few, uh, few actors. Uh, plenty of NFL players as well, especially. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw Saquon Barkley. Saquon was there, Saquon. getting involved, yeah. yes. So, yeah, was a lot there to celebrate the, the end of a, a great career. Um, for Serena Williams. And to tack onto that, I just want to throw a Nick Kyrgios there. He's moved into the fourth round. And I think him and the the double Ks uh, have also moved deep into third round, I believe, for the doubles. Uh, Interesting they had to play each other earlier (laughs) in the week. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously no hard feelings. They they must have Absolutely not. I think Nick said in the post-match presser, we'd never want to play against each other. (laughs) It was just... uh, you yep. know, luck of the draw or bad luck of the draw, if yeah. you will. Um, but who knows? Rigged, maybe. Rigged. Mm. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what the people wanted to see. Yeah. But uh, uh. NK is still going uh, over there in the US Open. Obviously, no <laughs> Novak Djokovic. Uh, mm-hmm. Not yes. allowed to play because of vaccination status. Uh, we're not going down that road, that's for sure, no. in 2022. So I think he's talked got about that a bit too much. <laughs> yeah, he's got Med- Medvedev rematch for him. So I think he played him... What tournament was that? Wasn't that long ago. Here? Uh, Did he play here? No, that would have been Djokovic. Nah, not mm-hmm. here. No, no, Kyrgios. Oh, Kyrgios. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was the uh, that was Wimbledon. Was no, uh, no, no, that wasn't Wimbledon. Australian Open, perhaps. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, a bit of a rivalry there as well. So yeah. we we'll have to see how he goes. I think he's on the losing end in both their previous matches. See how he yeah. goes. Definitely. Uh, 
divides does young Nick Kyrgios. Some mm-hmm. people love, some people hate. See how he goes. Yeah. I will be shouting a beer this week to uh, kind of the Zimbabwean cricket team for getting their first ever win on Australian soil, but in particular, uh, right arm leggy Ryan Burl. Mm. Five for ten, pretty handy, handy uh, stat line there. Yeah, little Michelle <laughs> Pfeiffer. And uh, the, the statement, shit gets wickets, has never been more true <laughs> than this one. When he was tossing up waist, just, about, just about waist high fullies to Ashton Agar yeah. and he's picking out mid-wicket. I, I was actually watching thinking, I think I could score a run against this guy. <laughs> I was actually thinking that. Turns out I probably couldn't because he... He cleaned up five Australians with, for ten, ten runs. Yep. Uh, yep. Absolute capitulation from the Aussies uh, against against Zimbabwe. We'll get stuck into that in just a second in our uh, cricket chat. Uh, but mm. five for ten, pretty pretty handy, uh, um, you know, figures there for, for anyone, uh, let alone yeah. if you're a Zimbabwean leg spinner on Australian soil against the Aussies. Uh, so enjoy your beer. I'm sure they did get stuck in Townsville <laughs> on, a sun, on a Saturday night. Uh, Ryan Bill. to do. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Down the mad cow. Down the mad cow, indeed. Marks, yep. who are you shouting a beer? This is a, this is going to be an expensive one. I hope you, I hope you yeah. brought your wallet. Where's Very expensive. Um, you alluded to it a little bit earlier on at the top of the pod in your introduction, but I'm going to shout a beer to all the fantasy football owners out there. As you mentioned, um, big weekend as... Um, we come into round one of the NFL, so everyone was obviously going through their drafts. Um, we had ours on the weekend. Um, I thought I drafted a pretty good team until <laughs> NFL.com gave me their synopsis. Um, what was the, uh, the, the, wins, <laughs> the wins prediction for, for your team? Well, my projected record for the season is 0-15. <laughs> Big fat donut. Big fat donut. Um, probably. I like how up. they give you a C for that. <laughs> like a C. So what the fuck's an F? Like, like no how clue. do you get an F? Well, apparently I might have potential. Um, they, they did. Potential they to try zero games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's. I've only got upsides. Like I can't get, I can't go any worse than projected. I like it. Low expectations, <laughs> no disappointments. Mm-hmm. I also like how they also made a comment that um, my steal of the draft was in the final round. Mm. I picked the Tampa Bay kicker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's, that's what you get when a robot sends you an email and, and has a true. look at your fantasy team. <laughs> uh, but uh, very exciting for anyone that does play NFL fantasy. Obviously, this season kicks off. Uh, on Thursday night over there in the States. That'll be Friday morning, our time down under. Uh, obviously, big fans of the NFL, um, mm-hmm. us, us boys here on the potty. So can't wait for that to kick off. Uh, let us know if you got an email <laughs> suggesting that your fantasy team might win zero games uh, this, this season. Don't You can't take it to heart. You, oh, you cannot take not. it to heart. We've had guys that have done garbage and the projector <laughs> says they're going to go well and uh, vice versa. So, uh, yep. yeah, maybe, maybe that's just just a, a, a sigh of relief to all of those that are thinking that, you know, maybe AI is a bit scary. Is it going to take over the world? No, <laughs> no time soon, I don't think, uh, given given that anyway. If it has to go to fantasy football, yeah. Yeah, no yeah, we'll fuck, no we'll fuck them yeah. up. We'll fuck them yeah. up that I think, I, I think I won the league that time, that year I won off like a really bad grade as well. Yeah. So, yeah, grain of salt, definitely. Salts and grains, grains and salts. <laughs> Mop of the week. Uh, I'll take this one, boys. Uh, EPL, we, we will talk about it in a second. Uh, we got uh, treated to, to two games this week. Uh, condensed schedule, World Cup in Qatar. Um, yep. No no corruption or anything. Uh, sorry, just thinking not, to myself. Not, not be there at all. No. <laughs> Could have been down under. Yes. Uh, I, I will be... Uh, uh, 
highlighting Richarlison's efforts this week, uh, last night for Tottenham. Uh, he he thought he thought he had the uh, the tap in uh, equaliser, uh, ripped his shirt off to unveil uh, a horrible singlet tan. I, must, I, must I say that the arms are looking nice in bronze, the body less so. Celebrates with the shirt off, goes to VAR offside, mate. So here's a yellow card for your troubles and fuck off. So uh, t- oh, it's too funny. took the shirt off, gets a yellow card. Gets the goal, disallowed. Spurs did win on to go on to win that game two one against Fulham. Mm. It's interesting the old rip your shirt off and cop a card, isn't it? Yeah, no fun allowed in sports these you, days. No. Some bloke at the start. We have to chase this one up. We might not do it live, but uh, uh, someone took off their shorts after after kicking a goal in the first round uh, over there because um, you ca- you know you obviously get a yellow card if you take your shirt off. So. T- <laughs> His shorts yeah. off. That's just like Derek Lewis taking his shorts off, but his balls were hot. So yeah, big time. Yeah, hot balls. Balls are hot. Let's go. Monkey's chasing it up. No, it I'll have it ready for the APL section. Uh, Seems good. <laughs> Let's talk cricket. Cricket. Huzzah! Yeah, that's the, that's. I've got a new sound effect. Nice. Very good. Yeah, thank you. Nice, yeah. uh, and potentially the first subject could have even been our mop this week. Let's talk BBL draft. Yeah, it, it, I was thinking of doing it as a mop, but. Yeah, it's a bit too much to chat about, a bit too much to break down, but uh, it, it was labelled a disaster. Yeah. As, as a TV event, yeah, it was hard. It was Ordin- tough. Ordinary yeah. viewing, wasn't it? Yeah. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, we'd spoken about it last week. It's, it's like they've watched all the other sports do um, drafts and then forgotten about all of it. <laughs> and then it's and like, how do we do this? I don't know. Let's make it up. And they've fed everyone a hash brownie on the way in and everyone has been so slow motion and disinterested. <laughs> Um, what I don't get is they had like each team had like six or eight people, but they only had a desk good enough for three of them. So everyone was sitting in the background. Budget just, cuts, budget yeah, cuts, budget cuts. But they all yeah. had them in a small like little studio as well and packed them in. And then um, it wasn't good. Yeah, the commentator having to run back and forth between the yeah. desks to who's yeah. doing what. It was, just, oh, it was a shit show. Love Mark Howard. Love his work. Great podcast. Harry Games. Check it out. It wasn't his fault. This was set up to fight. No, but uh, yeah, he he got uh, fed to the the wolves. I think in in this in this event. It was uh, just dry TV for something that they needed to probably kick it up a notch. And no bit. one really just seemed that interested to have a chat either when, when Howie went across and mm-hmm. wanted to interview and the rest of it. And and the whole premise was, oh, we've got these big-name people coming down to play down under and reignite um, the, the big bash. And turns out half of them aren't going to be available for finals and got, got passed yeah. over. I'm yeah, talking that's why about, they didn't get selected. Talking about Faf Duplessis. I'm talking about the West Indians in, in Andre Russell and Dwayne Bravo. Talking mm. about Jason Roy. These are some big names in T20 cricket. And they, they got skipped over because they're not going to be here for the finals anyway. Uh, can, can they potentially get signed outside? And this is just a you know a... To play those early parts of the tournament, I'm not sure if mm. that because they have nominated themselves as being platinum. That means you know they have to pay 375 grand or whatever it was for them. Uh, can they come down and play yeah, post pl- play the start? I imagine that that is probably a possibility. You, do you think you'd want if you're Craig Australia, you'd want all four of those guys there? Fucking you want market, yeah. market the, yeah, the and, and the and the others that that, that got passed over. Uh, the other thing, and Sean, you kind of highlighted it. Um, was was teams passing on picks? Eight out of the thirty-two picks were were passes, including a first rounder from the Scorchers. That means one in four picks in this draft was a pass. Yeah, it's 
It wasn't, uh, say, the dire straits that I thought it would be where we would have passes galore, but still it was a, a decent number. And to even get one in the first round, I think, again, kind of killed off the, the hype, yeah. especially a team mm. like the Scorchers who have won a lot, mm. um, just to go, yeah, we're right, we don't need any of these blokes. You're just like, then what's the point? Yeah. Why are we doing this? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Faf Duplessis out, out on the on the board, let it go through to the keeper. <laughs> it was hard viewing. And I'd said, I'd said last week, I'm excited, I'm a cricket you know, nerd, I'll, yeah. I will literally go home and watch this. And I was getting through it, just going, oh, God, this is this is tough to watch. <laughs> yeah. And I I think of the Rashad Khan thing as well is mm. uh, I think they should have probably done it more like an actual keeper thing where you've kept a dude um, so you don't have to go through this whole retention <laughs> thing because if, if they could potentially poach someone, you get better storylines. Like that's better viewing of the yeah. TV. But I think it was was one of the Melbourne squads. Um, was like, yeah, we'll you know we'll pick him, mm. which then yep. of course forced Adelaide to then retain him. Mm. Uh, if they were going to retain him anyway, but it kind of just killed the whole momentum because that was the second pick. That's mm-hmm. uh, just like, oh, okay, the, this rule kind of makes no real sense because um, mm. you then force them to make the pick. They've made their pick essentially for the second, and now you have to make a different pick. Yeah. So I was just like, uh, they should have just known, oh, we're keeping Khan. Okay, he's off the board. Yeah. And we're not picking the first round. Done. So then they, they go into it going, hey, we're going to, you know, this is what we are going to do. And mm. I think they probably, I know a lot of these, none of these guys are in Australia and they had them on the Zoom call. Mm. Um, but they had, you know, they pop up for 10 seconds and show them smiling and that was it. Mm. Like yeah. maybe some more interaction with the players. Yeah. And some Like, oh, yeah, I'm so excited to, yeah. you know. To me, that's felt like very pre-recorded recorded yeah. reaction. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we want to. just post it up there for the team that, that gets them. It's not like, yeah, yeah, like you said, there was no interaction. There was no like. I think that we're probably spoiled because I, I was half expecting them to come across and give big hugs to Howie. Like, big <laughs> old, you know, NFL style Roger Goodell. So yeah. put the cap on. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I'm happy to be going. There. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah. We're Scan across yeah. to their crying mother, you know. <laughs> they've just bought a house. I love you, mum. Yeah. Big fucking diamond chains hanging off their neck and shit. Yeah. But essentially, it just ended up being a former Australian cricketer going, hey, as a coach, like, yeah, we've picked this bloke. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's going to be really solid to our strategy. Mm. And then run to the next pick. And you're just like, Oh well, that was fucking boring. <laughs> it was. It was boring. I think. I think that's a fair assessment. That's a fair assessment. So, um, yeah, a lot of lessons to learn. Hopefully, um, well, I suppose that's the question. Like, you look at the I, the IPL auction. Yeah, what's the difference between? Well, I suppose it's more of an auction than anything else. But what's the difference between the big bash draft and like an IPL auction? Like billions of dollars. <laughs> not billions. Yeah. Not billions. I would have said millions. I would have said millions. And obviously, Rajasthan Royals. Uh, yeah. Uh, an eccentric auction here, which, which you know, maybe you needed a little bit of that. So, yeah, something to pick the up the yeah. mood, man. It's not a fucking funeral out there. <laughs> no, it's no. not a funeral. <laughs> Seriously, open casket. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was. It was hard to watch. It was hard mm. to watch. Yeah. But yeah, uh, look, the IPL auction isn't. Ex- you know, it's not ecstatic viewing, but yeah. there's there's more involved. There's, more there's, to that there's bigger name players. There's more yeah. rounds. There's more money being thrown. It, mm. it just seemed like. I don't know. It just seemed like half the people didn't want to be there. Yeah, mm. that's that's how it seemed to me. Yeah, well, and then, when half of them aren't sitting behind a table or just sitting in the background, yeah. <laughs> not in <that> fucking seat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were just the, the the you know the smile and wave people you mm, get the back of politician probably press conferences. That's what it felt <laughs> like. So I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they're, they're the nodders. That's essentially what they're there. They're just in the back end of the nod and agree with whatever the dude in the front saying. So yeah, I'm just, just disappointed. And but maybe we were expecting too much of them for all their first draft, possibly. Uh, yeah, possibly uh, with the, you know the crossover yeah. from all the other sports that 
we watched that dude drafts as well. As Monkey said, you know, no expectations, no disappointment. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> true. That's a motto to live your life by. <laughs> name, get that, that tattooed on your neck. <laughs> All right, let's, let's talk about the bright things that came out of the draft. We do have some big mm. names coming down under this summer. Uh, Liam Livingston goes to the Renegades with the first pick. We kind of picked that. Yeah, Probably right. the in-form uh, player out of, out of this bunch. Uh, an unbelievable IPL. Maybe the cleanest hitter of a, of, a, of a white ball at the moment getting around. So that, that'll, mm. be, that'll be nice to see him, uh, you know, ply his craft this summertime. Trent Bolt, uh, you know, pr- a, a big name, quick a New Zealander, we haven't seen him in the, in the um, Big Bash yet. He goes to the Stars. Sam Billings, he's, he's very talented. He goes to the Heat. Uh, Chris Jordan, uh, a quick uh, English quick, goes to the Sixers. The, the pass that we spoke about from the Scorchers. David Willey, we th- I thought he might have gone to the Scorchers. Interesting that the, that the Scorchers passed and, and didn't want to uh, throw some money at, at someone who's who's uh, who's been very good for them in the past. And, and Shabad Khan, I think uh, the Hurricanes will get familiar this year with, with a few of the, their Pakistani uh, imports that they actually um, picked only Pakistani players. Yeah. I like the play there from the Hurricanes. They're thinking, oh, what's a way to maybe, you know, maybe jump into a little market? Oh, why don't we pick three <laughs> players from the same country, population yeah. 200 plus million, when there's half, you know, half a million people that live down in Pakistan? <laughs> there might be purple Hobart Hurricane flags, you know, <laughs> cruising down the streets of Karachi going, we love Hobart, go Hobart. I, I actually think that might be the smartest play out of, the, out of this draft, uh, just drafting exclusively Pakistani players there. Interesting, uh, we, interesting. Won't, we won't go through the others, I don't think. Uh, some... Some bigger names that, that will be coming uh, back down under, Colin Munro, James Vince, uh, Colin DeGranholm, he just uh, retired from international cricket, uh, Phil Salt, Riley Rosso, uh, Alex Hales. There's some pretty you know decent players that, that, that got drafted yep. here. but yeah. Heavy Pommy contingent. A lot, a lot of English, um, a few Pakistanis, a few Afghans, as, mm. as um, you know, Rashid Khan gets retained, yeah. uh, the likes of... Uh, Mujib uh, Rahman uh, comes down. Uh, Izal Rahul Haq Navi, <laughs> doing my best there. Um, and then, and then, yeah, mo- mo- mostly English people. Uh, makes sense. It's uh, winter time over there. Mm-hmm. If they're going to play in any other series, it might be this this UAE series. Uh, but obviously, no domestic cricket to compete with, as you know, the New Zealand and and South African contingents will will have to compete with. Yeah. Um, very few West Indians. You know, the, mm. we, we spoke about, uh, you know, Bra- Bravo and Dre Russ and Corin Pollard and that, you know, n- not going. Uh, that They're probably going to go and play in the, in the UAE league. It would have been nice to see them. They always bring a bit of flair and, and a bit of excitement yeah. and, and some big hitting. But they're, um, they're chasing coin. Uh, you know, of course. Nothing wrong with that, but, course, <laughs> but no, we know. Of course not. We know what they're after. Indeed. Indeed. Well, yeah, I think we've, we've hit, uh, you know, I think we've, we've, Brought up the, the main points here, boys. It it was a good idea. It was a good idea. The execution may be slightly lacklustre. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a learning curve, you know, to, to go next mm. next year and go, well, if we know these guys aren't going to get picked, your faf duplices and the like, let's let's not advertise that they're, yeah, they're on the, the board, you know. Yeah, that, yeah because it, it just kind of seems a little bit shallow and, and you know, misprepared, I, I, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when does that tournament actually start? That's not till we got months. November. It'll be start of December, I think. Yeah, we, we've got some time. The the Aussies, you know, that that are fighting uh, for for positions in their their respective teams. Uh, all of all of that will will um, come to fruition in the next few 
months, uh, but quite some time, I think, until that big bash officially kicks off. Monks, what do you got there? Some some UAE. Yeah, so we've got yeah. a lot of the West Indies <laughs> over there already. So the likes of Sunil Noreen, Trey Rice. Trent Bolt's on that list. Uh, Trent Bolt is on that list. Kyron Pollard, Dwayne Bravo, Puran, Trey, Andre Fletcher. Um, some some pretty big names. Johnny Bairstow mm. over there. Uh, so, the, yeah, it's it's going to be corre- um, direct competition, I suppose, now with with the big bash moving forward. Is it, it's just mm. two teams that have posted... Yeah, yeah, so, so it's now. just a quick search. So there's only so two teams. Abu Dhabi Knight Riders. That's weird that they can. I wonder if they're affiliated actually with Kolkata. Well, I believe like they capitals. might be. I think a lot of uh, the owner owner groups. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad uh, that you you brought that up because looking across, they are direct affiliates. Uh, so, so there's uh, the Mumbai Indian Emirates, uh, the Gulf Giants, du- Dubai Capitals. I suppose we by default mm. go for Dubai. Well, ever since I was a little <laughs> boy, I just really bled you by, you know. Big fat airport, fucking, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nice cars cruising around. Yeah. So they got two other owner groups there. Yeah, so, th- so there's only no, four, right? te- four teams announced and there'll be a total of six, it looks like, uh, here for, for the inaugural UAE T20 League. So good old Wikipedia has got the other two teams as uh, Shajar Warriors. And the Desert Vipers. So maybe so are they affiliated with IPL teams? Um, doesn't look like it. Yeah, so some some affiliated, not some not. Yeah, which is probably why these ones have been already announced. Yeah. yeah, interesting. So interesting. you got the six and two independents. Mm. Mm. Go Caps! Do you buy Caps? Mm-hmm. Let's go! All right, boys. Uh, Australia uh, win this. This series against Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe are going to go home with their heads held high because they've done something they've never done before in that they've won an ODI on Australian um, soil. Uh, they did that yesterday. Um, as I spoke about at the top of the show, Ryan Burl, shit gets wickets, five for ten. Thanks for coming. Uh, Davey Warner scored well over half of our runs. Uh, back More like 80, 90 percent. Yeah, so. back, back <laughs> saw, carrying the team, et cetera, et cetera. You kind of – I've got two kind of roots of thinking here. One kind of thinks, oh, good on you, Zimbabwe. You've got to win, you know, on, on foreign soil. Good for the, your team morale. Uh, good for the people of Zimbabwe, et cetera, et cetera. My second uh, line of thought is, why the fuck does Australia do this? We've just done it in Sri Lanka. We've done it in Pakistan <laughs> where it's like these, you know, one, one-off um, two-way ODI series. It's kind of like they don't give a fuck sometimes. Well, it seemed that way. They were kind of throwing the, the wickets away. Yeah, um, 100%, but, man. I, th- I think probably after the early games, they were like, oh, it didn't really matter what they did. We were going to win anyway. Get to the pub early. Well, exactly. Maybe too much pub. Yeah. <laughs> Come game three, they're, you know, they're on a weak bender by that point. Up in <laughs> Thanks. So, Monks does have this, the scorecard up there. Davey Warner, 94, total 141. Quick mass. It's, it's like two-thirds. Two-thirds of the runs. Glenn Maxwell, the only other bloke there in in double digits, and then the rest is pretty sorry reading, really, isn't it? Um, this is you know a world class team. 
the only person that's not playing in this team is probably Pat Cummins that, you know, haven't having a rest. Yeah. Uh, mm. that, you know, it's not like we've we've played some kind of some kind of B team uh, to, to play Zimbabwe. Yeah, I guess it's a dead rubber. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything, but you want to win these games and it does have implications for qualification for the automatic uh, Well just take know, take a bloke like Finchy. He needs he needs form and he's course five. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And um, his his forms back. They were showing. They were showing the last twelve ODIs. Mm. I think there's a, a a plethora of ducks out there. Uh, yeah, Finchie's form not not the best. Uh, the the second game was a, a walk over the other way. Yeah, In, these games that you should be using as tune ups. Like that's that's kind of what mm. I assume cricket Australia is thinking of. Um, they should be tune up games. Yes, um, you know, there's a World Cup coming up, but it's. Um, <laughs> It, you know, you, you've got to play to the format, of course. Uh, but but when, when you win the toss and elect a bat, you, you bat well. go out and score four hundred. Yeah, like yeah, I don't know. It it, it just it speaks volumes, I think, to what these kind of series mean. Uh, was it before the show that we we're talking about that Zimbabwe is not going to play a top four ranked? Team in the next or, or the big four what, what o- outside call? of tournament cricket in the next four, four years. years. Yep. <sighs> I know we, yeah. we kind of flog a dead horse here and ask is is T Twenty killing ODI cricket? Yeah, the pinnacle is the the World Cup, but this kind of shit, this kind of showing, yeah, you, you kind of have to start thinking what does it mean? Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, obviously, it didn't mean too much in this, and the guys are looking ahead. Um, they've got a what another month. Yeah, about, yeah, about a month, about a month yeah. till the T Twenty World Cup kicks off. At least that's you know it means something that hopefully everything will be, uh, you know, high intensity, uh, you know, well well covered cricket yeah. uh, on the Wednesday. Did anyone even really know that, that that game was on? It's a it's a day game in Townsville. It's a working day. It you know it it starts at ten o'clock. By lunchtime, most people are going, oh, I might check the cricket, mm. and it's fucking just about over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, to me, it feels kind of like a, a light sparring session. Where they've just gone Very out. light sparring. <laughs> yeah, very, very light very sparring. Light. They've just like, oh, we'll work on a few things. Oh, it's not working out for us, so oh, let's, let's get out of here. Yep. And that said, <laughs> credit to the Zimbabweans. You know, congratulations on getting, uh, you know, the first win over uh, on, on Australian soil. Um, so, so if they're hitting it down your throats, you still got to swallow it. They that's managed true. to do it. Do that it, that so. is true. That is true. Uh, interesting uh, on Saturday watching uh, Brendan Julian and Nathan Lyon and the likes uh, trying to take on uh, some of these Zimbabwean names. I think <laughs> it, it, it was encouraging for us uh, here on the Esky of uh, struggle to yeah, pronoun- yeah. pronounce Evans. names. Yeah, yeah that, that's good. <laughs> Williams, <laughs> you, you want to have a crack at the opener? That that was uh, that was the chat yeah, yeah, no, bet- no. between uh, yeah. Brendan Julian and and Gary Lyon. Uh, interesting to see you know Nathan Lyon there. Uh, doing doing a bit of uh, commentary and them sort of uh, taking the piss out of each other, uh, but geez, it, it was funny. Uh, I'm trying to bring, bring out the bloke's name here. Okay, uh, so so this is his first name. I'm going to have a crack here on the esky. Takudzwanashi, Takudzwanashi Katano. 
I'm sure that's nowhere near. I'm sure that is nowhere near. But the fact that Brendan Julian, who's been commentating for years and years and years, and Nathan Lyon out there, uh, they're just going, ah, oh, yeah, let that one go through to the keeper. Uh, good, good, good luck to you. And they did have a Zimbabwean commentator in there who, who nailed it. But it was, it, was, it was funny and it was encouraging, I think. Uh, as us as amateur podcasters to see, oh yeah, there's blokes out there that have been out there, you know, you know, plying their yeah. craft for ten years, <laughs> getting paid to do it, traveling the world, and they're just going, still can't get yeah, it right. no, no, thanks, yeah. let that one go. Yeah, through. they're still going, Dante Schultz, so yeah. <laughs> Dante, oh Dante. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, listen to last uh, week's episode to yeah. uh, understand the context <laughs> of that one. Uh, boys, yeah, I, I think we've, we've said enough that we need to uh, say about this. The be- yeah. the to- honestly, the best thing out of this series was was the send-off to Roy. Um, you know, we, we spoke about it last mm. week. Um, very moving, obviously, with, with his wife and, and kids. And, um, Plus cricket in Townsville, I think. And cricket in Townsville, yeah. yeah. yeah they, they, in fact, I don't think they've ever had international cricket. You might have to fact check me on that one. I know they've played test cricket in Cairns before. Still three and a half hours up the road. It's no, you know, it's not like they're, they're next door neighbours. Uh, but I do believe that that might be the first international cricket in Townsville. If it's, they definitely haven't played test cricket. Uh, have they had one day as there? Before? I, I actually, I love it because it's like springtime, so it's not fucking hot up it was, there. Yeah, but look, but it, it's like it's it's good. Like it's it's a good time to yeah, be out. Yesterday, it was scenes like yeah. su- like kind of suburban oval, blue skies, mm-hmm. big shady trees, kids mm-hmm. out and about. Like it, it had had a nice feel about it. That's yeah. for sure. Just, but yeah. it, it's not like. You know, close to forty degrees. It's it's more yeah, more, yeah. more like and the high twenties, thirties. That's like right. it's a, it's a good time to be up there to then play cricket as you lead into the the, the rest of the summer. The summer of cricket that yeah. started in August. Let's yeah. fucking yeah, go, exactly. Marks. Any uh, any chat there on? Has there been prior ODIs? Yeah, there has been. There has There's, been. Oh, look, how about this? How about this one? <laughs> First T Twenty International Ireland versus Papua New Guinea. Fire, <laughs> fire. Back in two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it, it's the first they time might. that Australia's played at the up there, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It might be like the home ground for Papua New I think Papua, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Papua. Uh, that's pretty fair, yeah. Get him in the Sheffield Shield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah, right. Do, do you want to talk about cricket that actually means something? <clears throat> yeah, it means a bit. means a bit. Some of these games, maybe less so. Uh, the Asian Cup is underway uh, over there in the Emirates. We spoke about... Afghanistan beating Sri Lanka last week. Mm-hmm. We do have some other group games to get through. Uh, maybe the fiercest rivalry in world cricket, India and Pakistan. Uh, in game two, India defeated Pakistan by five wickets. Hardik Pandya, the captain. Pandya, Pandya, Pandya. Uh, he, he was the best uh, of the Indians here. Three for 25 with the ball, a little bit with the bat. Kohli and Jadeja both chipping in 35-odd uh, there. This might be the first... Game of three potential mm-hmm. matchups between India and Pakistan. They will definitely mm-hmm. play each other now in the Super Fours, and then it could possibly be the final. Uh, Afghanistan continued their their winning ways. They beat Bangladesh. Really put the um, the Mickey on, on on Bangladesh to to try and qualify for for the final uh, four. Um, yeah, a few blokes that no one's probably ever heard of. There, probably I don't know. Not even worth. Talking about game four, monkey. <laughs> the Hong Kongers, they took on the, the might that is India. Uh, and they didn't get embarrassed. They didn't get embarrassed. Uh, India go out not and so made much, two yeah. for 192. Um, yep. Suri Kumar Yadav, 68, not six sixes in that one. Virat, 
59 mm. not he's he's finding a bit of form still no mm. time well, but I saw a th- 35 up there as well so yeah bit of form bit there, of yeah. form and then and then the hong kongers went out and made 552 uh really struggled uh facing ravi jadeja but but they took yeah. a liking to to ipl superstars ashdeep singh and avish khan <laughs> avish khan going for 53 from his four so so they're, they're, yeah. they're no slouches the the hong kong uh cricket team uh well yeah <laughs> Wow. We'll get to get to the next game they played. The, the next game, uh, let's let's go straight to it. Uh, they yeah, did right. get skittled by Pakistan for thirty eight. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Pakistan very similar to the Indians went out and made uh, about one hundred ninety three. Mohammad Rizwan continuing his good run of form seventy eight not and uh, yeah the, the poor. Hong Kongers, uh, they didn't have much uh, answer for Shabat Khan and uh, mm. Muhammad Nawaz. Uh, four for eight and three for five. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> to me, to me, it reads like the Indians maybe have been a bit nicer and we're throwing up some beach balls from the hit, whereas the Pakistanis mean, came out and was like, nah, we're running the sword. If you're a quick bowler, <laughs> you don't go out there and go, oh, I feel sorry for this bloke. If you're I'm Avesh you Khan, you're thinking, I don't give a fuck who this... You know, yep. B grade cricketer is from Kowloon Cricket Club. <laughs> I'm putting one on his fucking teeth, and then next, me- oh shit, he's actually pretty handy. Uh, I, yep. like, let's not sell the Hong Kongers short here. I, I think they 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 did well, uh, very well in the Indian game, but uh, yeah, not so much, not so much not there so much, against yep. Pakistan. Sri Lanka beat Bangladesh in in the other game. Uh, it was it was Chris Almendes who we saw uh, took a liking to to the Aussies a little bit um, in in the white ball uh, f- uh, cricket that we just played uh, against them. Uh, he uh, made sixty of thirty seven. It was a close one. They win by two wickets, four balls left. That knocks Bangladesh out. Mm-hmm. Uh, bye bye Hong Kong. Un- mm-hmm. Unfortunately, unfortunately, yep. unfortunately. <laughs> so good to be there, you know, yeah. at, there at least. It means the Super Fours kick off Sri Lanka, Afghanistan, India, Pakistan. Afghanistan might be usurping Bangladesh in, in terms of white ball cricket at least in, mm-hmm. in where they stand. Um, and there might have been a game last night, Monks, if you wouldn't mind chasing that one up, the first of the Super Fours. Did that kick off? Afghanistan, Sri Lanka... Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka beat Afghanistan last night in the first of the Super Fours. So those four teams, they'll all play each other once and then I think it's just a final straight up after that. Uh, potential for, for three matchups between India and Pakistan. That's it. Um, I just want to quickly go back to that India-Pakistan game. Uh, for Kohli, a uh, bit of a milestone for him. So he played his 100th uh, T20, becoming the first Indian second cricketer overall to play a hundred matches in all three forms of uh, oh, cricket. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, in behind, uh, yeah, Ross Taylor. Ross Ross Taylor, the, the, and that's it out of all that's internationals it. that have played a hundred tests, hundred ODIs, hundred T Twenties. I suppose hundred tests there is is probably the benchmark. I imagine hundred of the other two white balls probably might be there. Might be, be a few, yeah, might be a yeah. few that have that have done that. Oh, there you go, Virat. Yeah. That's not all. Virat. Always he he, he turned up in something. He wanted to talk about hundreds. <laughs> yeah. He wanted to talk about hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> Hasn't happened for quite some time that Virat would want to talk about hundreds. Yeah, that no. is for sure. Yeah, yeah, over a thousand days at the moment. Um, that Pakistan-Hong Kong match, uh, that's Pakistan's largest winning margin in a T20 and Hong Kong's lowest score in a T20. So oh, there you go. <laughs> you know, sometimes you don't have a good day yet. No. Records are there to be broken. There to be broken. Fifty-five run victory for the Pakistanis. <laughs> A for finals. Should we talk it? Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, nah, still shit. <laughs> let's, let's pre-record one. Let's pre-record one. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> All right. Uh, we, we might have seen the best first week of, of finals, at least in, in my uh, memory. Yeah, recent uh, memory. Yeah, in, in terms of how close the games were, a bit of controversy, a massive comeback last night. It all started Thursday night with the Brisbane Lions getting the hoodoo um, over with uh, by beating Richmond 106 to 104 at the Gabba. Um, you, we all kind of looked into this one last week. Mm-hmm. We, we thought, oh, this is a danger game. Richmond always very good in finals. Um, yep. Maybe Brisbane a little bit unlucky to be the underdogs at home going into this one. They got the job done. Uh, Sean, your thoughts? Brisbane, obviously, your team. Yeah, they're f- very happy. Um, I think all the chat was uh, concerned about Chris Fagan and his job. I think his record in finals was 1-7 in seven before this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I said it last week, I've always worried about them playing big games, especially with Dusty coming back. Mm-hmm. It was like yeah. it, it was right for them to win. And, you know, I think they got – Lucky in run regard. You know, Tom Lynch probably should have kicked that goal to put him nine ahead and then that's game over. So, um, uh, But luckily, you know, he sprayed it wide and uh, say what you want about the review system. But uh, Yeah, well, what were your thoughts? From all the angles I've seen, to me it looks like it goes outside and then back over. So as in... It, so behind? It, yeah, so behind. Yeah, I think it was a fair, fair call behind. Um, it looked to me like it was on the outside side of the goalpost as it was going over. And it curls back of a long way. So mm-hmm. um, uh, the whole talk about uh, whether um, uh, the player's reaction kind of goes into the review system, there's been chat about that because Lynch was kind of disappointed mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that helped them rule in that factor. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, overall, from all the angles... It yeah, shouldn't, but subconsciously perhaps it yeah, does. Yeah, but... I think even the AFL came out and said, "Yeah, well, you take that into account when reviewing it." Well, it's like in league, if you bust over and you, you know, celebrate, you're you always, you're always, always yeah. celebrate. Fibbers, <laughs> few Pinocchios <laughs> out there, few Pinocchios. Oh, well, I mean, you had your mop of the week. Yeah, yeah Charles, <laughs> he, he might have gone too hard. He wanted too hard. If Tom Lynch had, had ripped off his jersey, <laughs> jersey. his guernsey, yeah. sorry, jersey, in the yeah. AFL and and run around the fifty and you know had this horrible singlet tan, which. In his defence, would make sense in his sport. <laughs> in his sport, uh, yeah, maybe maybe that's a little bit too much. Uh, I, I've seen some chat this week about having fucking laser beams, laser beams pointing out of the top of the goals, so you can you have a line. What, what, so you're blinding pilots as they fly over. The yeah, yeah. yeah. Why are they falling over the MCG during a, yeah. or, or the Gabba in this well, instance? Why not just have a camera on the top of it pointing upwards? Yeah, that's probably easier. <laughs> well, why not just let an umpire make a fucking decision? And we talk about how good a game this was and. Not the controversy that. <laughs> yeah. to, to me, it looked like it went over the post, and that means it hit the post. So, mm. Yeah, I think that's fair. And you know, even in the Sydney game, they had to do work on the um, outside post because they were swaying too much in the wind. Yeah. So they had to yep. try to strengthen them up because they were moving over a foot yep. up above. So yeah, before the game, wow. I saw blokes out there. I don't know if they were putting a little bit of fucking quick set concrete <laughs> yeah. down there. Or I think they were putting wedges or something <laughs> yeah, in to go. try and yeah. set it in. Yeah, right. So yeah, it wouldn't sway as much. But yeah, it was obviously. Moving a bit in the in the turf, so bit of chippy chat, mate. A little mm. bit of plum and brace. Yeah. So I had, had to get a few fucking, you know, six meter six meter timbers out there. Where'd the Rio go, bros? Plum and brace. No Rio on this job site, bruh. Don't tell anyone. 
that that aside, that aside, that aside, it was a great game, awesome game, huge Neut- moment for Danaher to kick the winner. Neutral yeah. viewer here, although probably wanted to see Brisbane win given Richmond's success over the yep. uh, over the last few years, uh, and and the big question marks that. In, we're not, you know, we're we're not scot free. I'm mm. putting on them. You know, can they win these big games? Uh, well, uh, they can. Well, you could you could see it afterwards. The, the scenes, like the the relief, I guess, from both Fagan, mm. from mm. Lockie Neal, from the mm-hmm. lot. Like they were, they were so happy to you know play a big game and to come away with the bickies and not um, lose it there at the end. Yeah. So yep. mm. and they had to come from behind for a large part of that as well. They were chasing for you know most of that second half to to get that lead. So. Mm. Um, yeah, very, very happy with the results, but <laughs> it's going to be a tough next week. Um, Down so the G. They, yeah, they've got the G and they've got the Ds. So, yeah, it's... Sydney just showed that it can be done. It can be done. But, yeah, I think the mm-hmm. Ds put them to the sword only a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so. yeah, it was it was pretty one-sided, that, that last mm-hmm. matchup. So, be another big task. And if, like, hey, if you want to win a grand final, you got to... You got to play in September, and you got to beat yeah. the beat the best in Victoria. Yep. So, um, do we want to talk the dusty video at all? Okay, it was six years ago. Who the fuck? Is? Strange time, strange timing, I should say. Uh, that that a video yeah. uh, emerges the day of a final from six years ago mm. uh, of of dusty in a precarious position. I agree. I think the timing is uh, is very interesting. The lady in, uh, involved obviously had took. Took no issue with it. Mm. Um, yeah, well, maybe maybe it was a ploy to help Richmond win because after it happened to the Pies, they won eleven straight, didn't they? <laughs> <so>. <laughs> That's a good point. That is a good point. Uh, after that, the goey video, they, they just <laughs> fucking played lights out footy. Really, really, until yesterday, um, we were talking about that in a sec. That's funny. How long have you been sitting on that one? <laughs> oh, I just thought of that. <laughs> oh, that's that's very good. Uh, uh, so, so Richmond gone. Uh, yeah. a, lo- a lot of people were were thinking, "Geez, they're getting right at the right time." You know, if anyone mm. can do it from seventh position, it's probably Dusty's you know, back. Exactly Dusty so, Dimmer. You know, Dynasty team not going to be this year. Um, they're mad. Monday will be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Ho- uh, yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> the phones are put away. <laughs> yeah. How much groping will be on that one? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did see some boys that showed up as like dressed up as men and. Kalen Ponga were taking photos in the in the toilet, but, but that was their Mad Monday <laughs> outfit. So that's funny. That's, that's pretty funny. You know, that's just feeling funny. a bit sick. How yeah, yeah. yeah. We just bought a house, bro. <laughs> we just bought a house. You know, Dad. Dad knew I was a bit sick. He'll make some comments for me. Holy hell! Interesting. Uh, All right, uh, Friday night, uh, the Swannies go down to the G and get the job done. Kane Corns, where are you? Where are you, bro? Uh, we we spoke earlier about. Uh, in the year, uh, it was off the back of a Cancorns uh, article or, or podcast, which suggested that the Swans, Buddy, are, dependent are too mm. reliable on Buddy. Yeah, Buddy had a stinker. He was pretty much shut down by Steve May. He he kicked zero goals, zero. I think he had seven disposals, and the Swans go out and get the job done, and they win without a good game from Buddy. I think. Uh, I, I wonder if this was maybe detrimental to the D's, as in. You know, Steve May was uh, was you know one on one, essentially taking Buddy mm-hmm. out, and they game planned very much to take Buddy out of the game, but did it less let the rest of it flow a bit nicer for them? Um, mm. Did they play one 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 sided strategy, which um, allowed some of those younger blokes in the the Swans uh, squad to eat in this one? Well, the, the small forwards mm. were very good. Papley had two. Jake Lloyd getting his first two goals of the year. Mm. In mm. in this in this game of half back, avoiding the nudie, how good! 
Uh, Sam Reid was pretty good. Will Hayward was pretty good. But no one really, I thought, was was stunning for the Swans. They just played pretty good team yeah, football. Team and, and it's maybe a bit scary, maybe a bit of a notice to everyone else. Like if, if Chad Warner goes out and has 30 and, and Buddy kicks three, what can this team beat? Do you know what I mean? If they're going out and, and knocking off the defending uh, premiers, you know, n- not easily but but comfortably, yeah. uh, what, 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 what can they do if, if everyone's really firing? I, I think this was a bit of a, a warning notice to the rest of the teams mm-hmm. in, in the competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they get the week off now. So. Get the week off, rest up. Uh, a, a, a lot of the year we've, we've spoken about are oh, the Swans the real deal, you know? Yeah. Are they too reliant on Buddy Franklin? Well, no. Are they too young? Yeah, are they too young? Exactly, yeah. yes. So many of their stars are, are under 21, under 22. We saw that in the um, in the 22, under 22 with the Swans being... They played uh, finals last year. ...rewarded in that. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I don't... Th- they didn't go very far. No. Oh, but hey, that's maybe what they needed. Let you chase that one up. They, uh, where where the Swans this. finished last year? I'm pretty sure they played finals. Well, let Jimmy catch that up and correct us. Uh, it's yeah, Dean's got to go the hard way and then got to go through the lines now. Yep, yep. Uh, in a losing effort, Bailey Fritch very good. Three goals for him. Clayton Oliver he can't do it all. He tried his best in this one. Twenty nine disposals, two sausage rolls. How good was the crowd? Friday night. Oh, across, the, across the board, though, yeah, all the games. Uh, unbelievable were, were turnouts. There was, there was a great turnout at the Gabba. Um, the, the Lions fans, uh, the Lions players and, and, and staff, very appreciative of, of the Lions mm. turnout. And uh, obviously a lot of old, uh, you know, South Melbourne bloods turning out uh, to, to uh, you know, mix it with the, with the cheese-eating, uh, wine-drinking Melbourne Demons fans over there. Not that there's anything wrong with that from coming off a of Father's Day lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I must say. I must say. Uh, that's right. It was a battle of the bridge. It was a battle yep. of the bridge last year. Mm-hmm. They lost to GWS. Uh, they, they, it's a bit of a reminder to probably how much GWS sort of mm-hmm. sort of fell this year and how impressive the, the Swans have been going the other one. Yep. Speaking of an impressive team that no one really expected to do much this year, Collingwood. Went so close, so yeah. so close to knocking off the the first um, finishing Geelong Cats. This was another cracker. The Pies started really well, maybe a bit too well, mm-hmm. um, and then and then Geelong just kind of roped him roped him mm. back in. Jeremy Cameron kicks three. Gary Rowan, who's had a lot of kind of external stipulation as to how good a footballer he is. Does he deserve to be in this, uh, you know, st- starting 18 for, for the Geelong Cats? He was really good. He, he birded three, could have had four. He gave one off um, as a bit of a statement from him. Um, and, and one of the better games of footy, you'll, you'll see. Yeah. I yeah, think definitely. I have a feeling it's a big game that Geelong needed to win. Because uh, I think <laughs> having a week off for any squad is probably their squad. <laughs> it needs the best, mm-hmm. it needs it the most. So um, we'll have to, you know, see if that, that pays dividends. But I'll, I think I said the same thing last week. I I figured the Pies would lose and have to do it the hard way. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's also beneficial for them uh, to you know have that loss, understand where they fell down, go the hard way, come back and yeah potentially play Geelong in the in the final. Yeah, um, could be. Um, and you maybe have some extra sauce for them when they get there. So. Big dampener was the uh, Taylor Adams groin yep. injury. Uh, Craig McRae suggesting with, I think, pre-scans that it, it might be ripped off the bone, uh, which would suggest uh, that his season is done um, un- unfortunate. Um, from from uh, 
you know the, the Pies vice captain to 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 go out you know, considering the the season that they're having. But yeah, it's it's going to be interesting next week to see them uh, do it the long way. Uh, they haven't lost mm. much in in recent memory. Uh, another game that, that goes down to the wire and, uh, and an absolute cracker. The last game uh, was the Fremantle Dockers getting uh, the Bickies over the Western Bulldogs there at Optus Stadium. It was the biggest. Perth crowd ever in the AFL, uh, just a tick under 60,000. Obviously, it was Frio's first final in the new stadium, and they started as cold as you could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, I saw the scoreline earlier. Very I was just like, oh, maybe I was too right about the doggies potentially <laughs> being that dark horse coming in here and the um, kid going to get a big win and go on a run. And, you know, they've got the squad. Uh, but the Dockers righted the ship and they played the, the good footy they needed to in the second half and um, wore the Bulldogs down and got the win. Yeah, a really gutsy effort from the Dockers. Uh, very disappointing for, for Dogs fans mm. to to watch a 41-point lead slip away mm. like that. At mm. quarter time, uh, it was 35-1. to One, one yeah. point in the first quarter, the lowest in finals history. Not the lowest for a team that's won, the yeah. lowest ever. So speaks volumes to the comeback that Fremantle was able to conjure. Uh, two sausage rolls mm. to Bond. Um, the, the Bond, he looked unbelievable in that first quarter. He had a pretty handy game himself. Um, and speaking of handy, Caleb Sarong and uh, Andy Brayshaw, 33 in a goal, 32 in a goal. Uh, Luke Beveridge in the post-match presser uh, said it was like death by a thousand paper cuts. Um, watching uh, Fremantle come back... Um, and, and, and chase down his Western Bulldogs. We mm. were asking the question last week, are they smoky? You know, are they dark horses? They've won it from seventh before. They're all the talent in the world, but for whatever reason, just, just turned off. I don't know if it was a fitness thing. I don't know if... Well, it's, well the Bulldog season, like that's, you know, uh, very stereotypical uh, on form for them. Mm. So, mm. yeah, they've uh, let it down when they needed to, to lift and yeah, they've just, just don't have... It this year, no. unfortunately, and their season's done, and they'll have Mud Monday tomorrow. Still a great mm. group. Still a great group. I think going into twenty twenty three, lots uh, of build around. And so. we we saw um, uh, Sam Darcy, uh, son son of Sean Darcy, looking mm. really good, looking tall, man. He's like the same size as Tim, Tim English out there, yeah. uh, with with mm. po- possibly you know silkier skills and and be, and possibly moving forward, um, you know, going to be a really good. Um, full forward in in this league, uh, but yeah, it it's, doesn't matter how talented you are that they they're going home. Uh, and 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 credit to Fremantle for for showing the grit and the determination to come back uh, from. You know, it, it would be pretty embarrassing, I reckon, going into that huddle at at at, for, at the end of the first quarter and going and look at your coach and think, oh fuck, there's sixty thousand people here that come yeah. to watch us, and and we've just shut up uh, to to come back and 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 play the way that they did. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be very interesting uh, next week in in these matchups. Yeah, well, at, at home probably definitely helped with a massive massive crowd. Um, mm. You know, back them and they helped get them up. Uh, but yeah, yeah, same thing. How, what's that going to be like when they got to play them in Victoria? Both games at the G next week. Uh, Friday night, we have the Melbourne Demons taking on the Brisbane Lions. As Affa mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, the Lions pretty well pasted by by the, the Demons last time. You want to uh, grab some odds? L- last the time they met. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind chasing sure. up the odds. I'll, I'll tell you the Saturday game and then we'll go back to the odds mm-hmm. on that one. Uh, Saturday is the Pies taking on the Dockers. 
uh, at 7.30 Saturday night on the MCG. Just something briefly, Sean, I, we were speaking about it pre-pod. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on having the back-to-back game on the Saturday and no Sunday game? Oh, I, I'd personally like to spread it out because uh, we've just been treated to a terrible uh, Camera Raiders <laughs> versus Tigers game. Great game for Camera Raiders <laughs> fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I've, I think you could potentially play something on there and spread it across, you know, the four days. Yeah. Uh, maybe the Thursday night game, you know, shifting it instead of having it on a Thursday night. Uh, depend, like, uh, I, I, I love that, to be honest. Yeah. To, to be honest, going, oh, all right, it's Thursday night, let's mm. let's fucking go. But then again, we'd be happy mm. to have foot, at least a football game on every single day. That's so. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Possibly, possibly kind of biased uh, and, and to consider that we like both rugby league and AFL. A lot of people yeah. don't give a fuck yeah. either way. They, they're rugby league or they're AFL and mm. they, don't, they don't care what kind of clash there is. They, they're going to be watching their, their particular sport. Yeah. But I, th- I think, you know, first week of finals, uh, NRL's playing the last week of their season. Sunday Arvo final. Yeah, well, you can compete easily. Like, you're going to take all the viewership and you, you make that week AFL finals, essentially. Mm. Um, and then you build that storyline yeah. for people to tune in for next week um, when the NRL's then, you know, competing. Uh, but I've said it before, I think the AFL's basically sewn up a lot of the country anyway outside yeah. of Sydney. So. They're probably going the right way. Yeah. And, well, so I'm, not, I'm not too worried. Outside <laughs> of Sydney and yeah. all of Queensland. Yeah. And northern New South Wales, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, they, they, I agree with you that that the AFL is is kicking goals when it terms uh, in terms of viewership and and general interest. I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's, the, let's let's get some picks and odds. Yeah, um, I'm going to keep my Judas form going just purely because it seems to be working. So I'm going to pick the D. You're a Judas. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Judas. Uh, yeah. Bucks, have you got the odds for that one? I, I'm going to go the D's as well. Uh, I think uh, the, the likes of, of Max Gorn and Clayton Oliver and Petrarca uh, are too good to, to not be going deep again. Yeah, I think a, a Big O is going to be, uh, you know, we, Brisbane will be sweating on him a little bit. They lost him in the second minute of that game. Mm. They played really what's well. What's the injury? I'm not sure. I think it must it might have been a concussion. Uh, I think it might have been a head knock uh-huh. uh, to leave that early because um, he was sitting on the bench for the rest of the game, but maybe chase that up to confirm uh, that. So, um, But Big Stay did a really good job filling in and playing. Sure did. Undersized Ruckman. I think he's one. I think he's shorter than I am. Yeah. What have I done with my life? Well, uh, <laughs> I think the leaping ability is probably what made up for it. So. <laughs> Here's his calves, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, yeah, he, yeah, he's got a better than a 10-inch vert, so... <laughs> <laughs> Ten inches—that's that, big, some might say. Uh, McInerney r- uh, ruled out to uh, concussion, so with the AFL protocols of eleven days, is that he he'll have to miss next week. When are they playing Saturday? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll I, be nine days. I think he'll. Yeah, I think yeah, he'll have to miss it. Mm-hmm. I think he'll have to miss it. So, do they call up their? Yeah, are we going to get McStay on? Their VFL Ruckman, or, or do they ask, um, you know, McStay or, or Darcy that, Fort uh, yeah. possibly to come do the do the job? Big ask against yeah. Max Gorn. Oh, yeah. A- a- anyone in that list is going to be a big ask. Mm. Um, mm. Big guy's been great for this year to, to, play in, to play in that spot, and that's a good uh, match-up and battle against Gorn. But, mm. yeah, with... with um, Without Big O missing, that's that could be a big risk. Yeah, especially mm. through that middle middle field um, with the well. We're speaking of the midfield, that's the battle all over the place. Like Un- both teams, both, un- unbelievable yeah. midfields. Exactly. So mm. that could be the matchup. That's where the game could be won in that, that clearance game. So. 
Marks mm. the odds, please. The odds do suggest uh, Melbourne uh, going to be starting strong favourites. Melbourne, yep. home yeah. Be. So I don't know if I could put a curse on Melbourne picking them as well, um, but I'll certainly try. They they are favourites. A dollar thirty eight. Brisbane are underdogs. Three dollars and eight cents. Mm. There. Um, we have a line of eighteen and a half. Seems a lot for a finals game. Mm. What do we have this week? Every game under no. There's the Swans. Melbourne game was 22 points, but everything else closer than that, which is great for, you know, neutrals mm. and, and the like. Carlton fans. <laughs> 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 Having that Collingwood loss, that's for sure. Uh, well, well, speaking of which, they take on the, the Dockers then again. Yeah, at the segue, as well. segue, yeah. Let's go. Um, is, I, is this Saturday night? Yes, it is it's Saturday night. They're both Saturday? Friday night, Saturday. Friday, Friday Saturday, Saturday, Saturday night, yes. Yeah. yeah, I saw they were both on it at uh, 7.50-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. 7.30ish roughly games. Yep, Friday and Saturday. So I'm still sticking with the pies that do it the hard way and um, uh, not a, I think the Dockers outside of uh, West Australia might struggle a little bit, um, especially if they start like they did against the Bulldogs. They're not going to have the crowd to push them back into that in a football game like that. And pies have been good all year. So yeah, yep, I'm uh, agree 100% with you. Uh, pains, pains me to say I think flag man tool chat ends this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the Pies get it done. They've just shown the, that ability to win football games no matter what. You know, this year mm. we've been looking at how many games that they've won by less than two kicks and it's phenomenal and, and even the games that they lose. Like like we saw uh, on the weekend, it, it was very competitive against the Premier side in the competition. I'll go the Pies too. Thanks. Yep. Um, I'm going to be different. Hey, hey, go on. Yeah, Let's go. It. Flag mental. Yep. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go Dockers here. Um, they are underdogs, $2.61. Collingwood are favourites, $1.50. And we have got a line of 12 and a half. So, what's that mean? Yeah. Does that mean if they win a Geelong oh, D's who gets game? Who? Yeah, have you, got the, have you got the brackets, brackets there? So, whoever wins Collingwood Fremantle will go up against Sydney. Mm-hmm. And whoever wins out of uh, D's lines will go up. Against Geelong, yeah, that's what I thought it would be. Interesting. Yep. Yeah, some big matchups next. Yeah, next few weeks. Next well, few weeks. So, yeah, Let's go get into the business end of the finals AFL 40. finals footy. Yep. Let's talk some rugby league. That's good. No, I like that one. I've done better. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. but it's, obvious sound effects is probably you. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about the last round uh, in in the NRL. Uh, the, the Raiders have just flogged the fuck out of the Tigers. We have a top eight. We, we have a matchup uh, for, or we already kind of knew, but we've got matchups yep. for, for next weekend in terms of the first week of the finals. And we'll also be kind of uh, looking, looking back at uh, what we had predicted uh, mm-hmm. for the NRL this year. Hit some on the head. Missed a few, but mostly not too bad with our predictions. Uh, boys, uh, a big, big win for Parramatta on Thursday night. They came out 22-14 to 14 winners against the Melbourne Storm. Uh, I think that's the second time that uh, that they've knocked them off. Um, I, I was watching the, the Lions-Tigers game, as I imagine you would have done, Sean, for this one. I did catch the, the replay. It looked like Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses very, very good. Para jump into fourth. Mm-hmm. Melbourne finish fifth. They will play the Canberra Raiders. Melbourne, a bit of a slide, it seems, late in the year. They're coming off two losses. Lost to the Chooks 
last week. Um, what's what's our thoughts here? We're obviously, the Esky chat is always at Par- Parramatta is the Dave Grohls of the NRL, the, the <laughs> pretenders, et cetera, et cetera. I'm, I don't know. They're, they're starting to show a bit of promise. or, or mm. have, have they done this before and then yeah. they just go, well, they what get am Penrith. I saying? I'm not like the others. <laughs> Did you say it? They get Penrith, don't they? Penrith. Yeah, which is, you know, that's the, the rivalry, the matchup. We've mm-hmm. talked about yeah. that all year. So um, uh, I do like that as a, as a test. Um, Penrith played a baby squad um, uh, this week. Yeah, uh, can't, can't go off this week's performance. No, no not at all. But, um, yeah, Melbourne at home against the Raiders um, have famously played a lot of really good, uh, strong games as well. A bit of rivalry there between uh, Bellamy and Ricky Stewart. So mm-hmm. I think should be a good game of footy. I'd say Melbourne probably going to win it there. Mm. Yeah, let's we'll, we'll talk about oh, that. We'll, we'll talk about that in just a second. Yeah, but <laughs> I also tend to agree. Sorry, at my Raiders fans, uh, boys. Early on in the year, I think we we're pretty close. We we kind of had this the other way around. We had sort of Melbourne bottom end of that top four, mm. Parramatta yeah. top end of that next four. Yeah, yeah, pretty fucking close. I don't think you know, they're about, they're in the top eight. No, not many surprises really. No, outside no. of at. Outside of the top four, um, you know, um, yeah, finishes. Well, Cowboys was the surprise team. Cowboys was lot, the big yeah. surprise. Canterbury beat Manly Friday night. It was a, f- a field goal from Matt Burton that got them uh, over the line. Braden Burns, the centre for the Bulldogs, he had a cracker. Uh, boys, our predictions earlier on in the year, I, I was maybe a touch bullish with the Bulldogs. I thought... The signings, um, you know, of Burton and Addo Carr and, and Pangai Jr. Um, m- may have shown a little bit uh, more promise than, than than they did. They looked pretty ordinary at the start of the year and then the last mm. few weeks kind of started started looking like a reasonable f- uh, footy team. Yeah. I said yeah. ninth. I think Monks, you went 11th. Sean, credit where credit's mm. due, got it exactly where they finished the with 12th. And you, I think I was, I was watching our predictions um, – Earlier on, on today, I think you said something along the lines of maybe they're a year off. Like, like maybe everyone has to has to come together and, and meet have each other, a season, have a season together, yeah, well, and then kind yeah. of move forward. Yeah, well, they got their foot. They got their first batch of free agents. They probably need an, another couple to come in mm. to mm. kind of build that squad. Um, you know, what's the Gus Gould effect uh, going to be? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I, th- I think yeah, they're probably a year away and. Uh, see what they look like next year. Maybe they can then target that eighth spot. Um, yep. I think it's probably a good spot for them next year. Uh, mm. But yeah, not a not overall. Well, letting it the spoon is probably the main thing. So not, yeah. you can say that's it's yeah, in, yes, it's, improvement. it's, it's an it's improvement. improvement. Yep. So yes, a disappointing season, but it also wasn't the worst. Yep. yep. Uh, Manly, on the other hand, <laughs> yeah, this was a disappointing season. I, I think we all kind of had them. No, top four. Yeah, I think you had them fourth and as then... As high as fourth, yeah. And I think maybe we might have had them fifth. Or well, we, in we, eight, we all had them top eight. Yeah, yeah. We, we all had them top eight. Ca- caveat, you know, the best player in the world gets, yeah, yeah. gets healthy hurt. Healthy turbo. I think uh, we said yeah. that as well. Like, healthy turbo means a big difference. And yeah. Yep. But also... Double caveat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since, since Pride round, they didn't win a, um, a single game. So... Yep. What was that? Is that? I think five in a row. Five th- or six. I think it was five. I'll, I'll chase that one up. Uh, w- women in league week. What was that, James? That's an easy way to remember it. 
uh, or I can just scroll, scroll, <laughs> <laughs> scroll, they're scroll. Form, you can scroll your form, phone if you want. The form's zero and five. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so um, and yeah, some recent reports that uh, it was six because the dragons beat him the week before that. Yeah, there you go. Sneaky flex, <laughs> <laughs> sneaky flex. But it, it, it derailed their season. Definitely, they they yeah. couldn't come back from that, and um, I think they led a lot of this game as well, and you know fell apart mm-hmm, again. Mm-hmm. So. Um, there are reports that Hasler, uh, old Des, mm. uh, may pack it in, as in kind of maybe seeing the writing on the wall. He's been mm. left out of there. Um, he'll quit the manly job. Hard to see. Do, do you buy into that? Well, it's, the roster's coming from his camp, so mm. that's that's the worrying sign. Um, mm. Whether that's he's going to go before he gets pushed, I kind of feel like it's they're going to blow it up and start again. Like they're mm. going to maybe move some of those guys that um, cause some of these issues. And you know, Kieran Foran's moving on. They'll try to rebuild, mm. like rebuild another squad around DCE before DCE's career ends. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. That's kind of what it feels like to me. And they'll go away and you know try to get a coach to be able to do that. Mm. Uh, be surprising if that all happens, but you know that's kind of the feeling. I guess is the reports coming out and. Um, with the way the season's kind of gone and ended, yeah, I think it's uh, it could could be the way. The Hasler's like, I've had enough of this. They hang me out to dry, and uh, I don't see much coming my way to help improve this. Um, I'm going to go do something else. What does he do? I'd be surprised. I'd, I'd be That's surprised. That's the thing. Like, if he's not met, uh, coaching the Seagulls, like. It's, well, you go to Super League if you want to do. Like he yeah. has, like, yeah, he has uh, a good job anyway. I think he he'd be more like, oh, I'll take a take a couple of years off. Like, um, mm. you know, he's he's done. He's, every, he's, he's done, done it all. Like, he's done he it all. He's, need he, it anymore. he's achieved it. He's a he's a premiership winning coach at at, at two different teams. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I feel like that might be a little bit more headliney, kind of clickbaity. I I, I feel like if anyone's going to go, it might be. Some of the players that that were involved mm. in in uh, potentially derailing the season. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens come off season. Mm. What happens there? Uh, you know, surprisingly, the Titans and Knights still have their head coaches. So <laughs> I think they should be going <laughs> first before Hasler does. But anyway, we'll talk about Definitely. that in just a second. Friday night, we saw a, a pretty cracking game to open up the new stadium, uh, Allianz Stadium. Uh, I'll send you boys. Uh, a little little uh, screenshot. Uh, unfortunately, uh, maybe the design <laughs> of some of the seats not the best. I've heard some bad stuff. I think they played mm, a rugby game the there as well, mm. and uh, some of the seats are falling apart already. Like, uh, yeah, maybe they rushed yeah, the right. construction of this a little bit. Mm. Mm. Um, Thirty minute beer, beer lines, I think, was the biggest gripe. Oh, <laughs> fuck me! I don't care if you can't see a quarter of the field. If you've got to wait half an hour for a beer, tell you what, Jesus Christ! Yeah, some, the, t- some teething issues, I think, at the yeah, stage. The other gripe. Yeah. I guess is that it's the old stadium with new lights and painted seats. Yeah. Like, like it's for the money that they uh, put into yeah. it. It doesn't seem to be. Yeah. Well, they, they knocked down that a bit state of the, of the art. Rebuilt it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, maybe we need to go. Maybe we need to go and see it firsthand, and, and then we can report back. Well, you, you, maybe you, you remember excuse. famously they the guys that got that contract only quoted for the demolition. And that's where they got all the money. And then mm. I was like, oh, no. Well, they, the Sydney government thought they were getting like a billion-dollar stadium for 150 mil. And like, no, no, we only quoted all the demo work. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a sh- it's a shit show from the beginning. Let's put it that way. Dodgy contractors. Yeah. I won't, I won't <laughs> read into it. I won't believe Where's it the for Rio, one bro? second. Where's the Rio, bro? Where's the Rio? <laughs> Uh, uh, we did think, you know, will will or would uh, that the coaches go the Ivan Cleary route and mm. rest a few of the guys, considering uh, 
considering it's going to be the same matchup the next, week. Game next week. Yeah. And and yeah. we saw Joey Manu tore, tearing his calf. Yeah, three to six weeks. Cam Murray. Another concussion King. category one for him, so he's probably out. And he's already had concussions this year, so yeah, big, big outs already. My thinking going into this, these two teams, they're traditional rivals. They fucking hate each other's guts. Uh, new stadium, I think the moment may have been too big to be resting resting players. Hindsight is twenty twenty as well. You know, you, I don't think you can Monday morning quarterback it and, and go, I oh, should have, would have, could have done this. But that, that, yeah. it's a massive outs next week, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Though. All big players. Mm. You know, captain there and an integral part of their back line. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Uh, we'll have to see what comes of next week. I guess the, the most disappointing of this game was that Alex Johnson yeah. didn't get his double. Yeah, um, so no 30 yeah. no thirty on the regular yeah. season. Unlucky there. I think all the records, I think they include postseason, mm. I'm pretty sure. So, okay. so he could be... He could he'd still get a double next week, but yeah. Bro, he could he could be breaking <laughs> records like yeah. this year. I don't, I, he, yeah. He's not going to get Ken, Ken Irvine thirty eight, no. but but he he might go to you know two or, or three in in uh, single season tries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, uh, the other news out of the Roosters camp is the Suwali and um, Tedesco. Um, a uh, bit, a bit of chat about that. We're going to have to move Tedesco to, to keep Suwali because rugby is <laughs> chasing him. <laughs> That's uh, what I think of that. <laughs> if if any Tedesco's not going anywhere. No, no, he's the best player in rugby league. There is a legitimate concern around Suwali, or as we should be saying, Suwali. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know that that's only come out in the last few weeks. Uh, but you know Suwali, Joseph Suwali. Uh, rugby rugby is very very interested in trying to poach him. I imagine there'll be some big money. Well, Russ has already poached him from Souths originally. That so is that, true, that was yeah. the original. Um, but he had grown up playing rugby, and yeah, rugby Australia. After what he's done, we'll throw big money at him. They've got, you know, old school money uh, too, so they can can do that. With roosters, can only really pay in Hiluxes and Mercedes. So <laughs> sombrero, <laughs> yeah. So we'll have to see. I like how you put Hilux up there, same level as Mercedes as well. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pumping up my tires, Hilux travel. Great resale, brand value. new ones. The, the cost them, they hold their resale value. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but either way, it's you know, there's we talked to Joseph Manu as well, could potentially move in a six. Whether mm. they move Teddy in a six to give the fullback role to Suwali, nah, uh, I don't, I don't see that happen in a million yeah. years. I think, I think Joey Suwali, Suwali, if uh, if he's uh, going to be part of the of the Chooks long term plan, I think he'll he'll have to play centers. He doesn't want to. That's the reports. Well, take, take the rugby money. Well, yeah, take the rugby money or mm. go elsewhere. Dragons yeah. take him <laughs> back to South. Maybe. We're going to play one, one six. We got it. We got yeah. it. We only have a halfback. You can play anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that we lowballed this week. <laughs> uh, we'll get to the dragons uh, in a second. Let's talk Titans <laughs> and Warriors. The Titans are getting a nice comeback win over there at Mount Smart Stadium, twenty-seven to twenty-six. Winners. Uh, didn't watch this. I was watching the Aussie rules, um, but. Bit of a cracker by by all accounts. Uh, didn't mean anything, but uh, yeah, they they rested uh, Reese Walsh uh, for the last fourteen minutes, mm. uh, or the last like twenty minutes of the game, and, and scored fourteen points. So. 14, 14 <laughs> points for the Titans. So in the last seven he was literally on the blow to the coach. Was like, is it a substitution? Can you put me back on? Mm. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, they've you know Titan. Well, the Warriors going to Warriors, and the Titans going to do silly things. So 
Tigers get the spoon. That's probably the main thing out of this. And yep. Holbrook has survived the season. We'll see the post-season review, whether that lasts. We uh, had Actually, did you see Big Tino? Um, he gave away so much of his clothes. He was walking around in his budgie smugglers. Good on him. Yeah, taking photos and stuff like that. Big Tino for us. I saw him a lot. He's good bloke. Yeah, I, I'd hate to run it straight at him. Oh, I'd hate to run it straight. <laughs> But he uh, seems to be taking this captaincy thing pretty well. Obviously, an underwhelming season from both of these teams. He's the only decent player on that squad. Let's put it that way. Uh, they got to go away and build around him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our predictions: we had them all mi- missing the eight, both teams, Titans, Warriors. Uh, I think Titans we had sort of around twelve. I think uh, yeah. Warriors a bit lower. I think um, you know. I think we we're kind of thinking fourteenth, fifteenth for them. Maybe vice versa. Disappointing. Season uh, from from both these sides, uh, I, I imagine. You know, what are we now? Oh, 20, 25 hours since the the finish of the finishing of this game. Mm. I reckon they'd both be getting stuck into a few school school moi moi's at, oh, the, at the moment, and uh, <laughs> and starting to think about next year. Big time, big time. Yep. Uh, it was good to see. I guess the Warriors play some actual football in New Zealand. Yep. This year. Yeah, that, that's yeah. been the nice thing of this season yeah. after two years of nice you know being the Central season. Coast Warriors and the impact yeah. that that's had with with coaches and you know big signings saying that they mm. don't want to go even back mm. and you know play uh, yeah. you know in New Zealand you know where the team is based out of. I think well, that's I think that's it's good for for the Warriors. You as do well. you do remind me that you know the Matt Lodge of course being the big famous one of that, and there's now chat for him as a kangaroo spot um, with uh, some of the we other look big thin. forwards. Our front yeah. row looks thin. Yeah, it, it looks does. thin. It, it, yeah, but yeah, I guess you know, roosters, the system, resurgency, etc. But yeah, Sombreros. Yeah. <laughs> um, Saturday afternoon, uh, a highly anticipated game. Uh, <laughs> For you guys, bro. The, the Dragons coming out 22 we'll to it. 12 winners uh, against the Brisbane Broncos. Interesting under hook. Uh, there's six ex Broncos in that Dragon side. So yeah. we'll, uh, a little bit so of some rumors, animosity. Rumors, I think McCulloch's going to retire at the end of the year as well. I don't uh, think he could get a deal, stay or a deal elsewhere. So I've. I think he's 33 as well. He's so played 300 games. Hooker. Yeah. F- he, he was out there in 19. I was just like, who's that second rower? Because yeah. he's looking at he's, looking at <laughs> he's, um, he's been on that Greg Bird and uh, Josh McGuire diet. So <laughs> heavy. Yeah, thick. Heavy. Yeah, I think the thick boys. Actually, I think it might be the he's white. On, the, on white, the Lizzo diet. The white and the red V. Just it's not, it's not slimming. <laughs> I think points. it's the problem. It goes, I'm fat here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fucking fat here. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and... and and, uh, you know, stones and glass houses and the rest of <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, of, of course. course. Yeah, <laughs> elite athletes here on the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. That aside, the, uh, the ex-Bronco that has mm-hmm. been outstanding for the mm-hmm. Dragons mm-hmm. this year is Ben Hunt. Uh, I watched this game. I didn't care that it was a dead rubber. Uh, I'm a diehard. I watched mm-hmm. it. He was unreal. Oh, uh, been, he, he had his sixth. 40-20 of the year. It was on a fifth tackle. Which I think it was double anyone else and was more than he had. Yeah, I think he had four in like his career leading up to that or yeah, something. Yeah, it, like it was a momentum it's, it was yeah. a momentum turning thing as well. Yeah. That that was part of a 560-meter like, game. In that point, they, I think Brisbane were kind of had a bit of ascendancy yeah, yeah, and just turned the game on his head. Yeah, exactly. And they scored, you know, two sets later. Like, yeah. yeah mm. it's exactly he's what he's been unbelievable. He had his 20th try assist yeah. for the year. It's how he plays for such a shit club. <laughs> Settle. Hang on. <laughs> settle. Settle. Should we get out some of the old tape last year about about Sean saying how he's overpaid and the rest of it? Pay him everything. Pay him everything. That's going to be interesting. The contract. Yeah. Well, that's well, the yeah. contract debate. Apparently, 
uh, the, the dragons have lowballed him and yeah. only offered there, there was, 750. There were some reports during that, the commentary we were talking during that game that he wants to stay. Like, it, it's close. Mm. So probably he stays to the dragons, but there's at least like three other clubs chasing Surely, him. Yeah. And he, he's in the same boat as Munster. He doesn't come off contract till November because yep. he's got another year. Yeah. And I was kind of thinking, like, if the Finns miss out on. Munster, like, why wouldn't you not turn around and try throwing that money at Ben Hunt? Yeah. Especially, like, if, you know, he, he could end up winning the Dally M, uh, you know, being the best player in a very shit team, as I said before, <laughs> he's going to get all the votes, um, <laughs> which would be, if he does win it, it'd be the only the third time in the last 30 years no that a player at, at the top, the team not playing finals mm-hmm. will get the Dally M. So, yeah, again, back to my point of shit team. Best player in it. So, uh, you've said it three times now. <laughs> I, I think I said it at the start of the year. A gentleman's tenth would suffice. Did yeah. I not say that? Yeah. Well, and where there. did we finish? A gentleman's tenth. <laughs> a gentleman's tenth. They didn't finish. But, but if you're not playing finals fool, you might as well be last. Oh, come on, Ricky Bobby. Come on, Ricky Bobby. If you're not <laughs> first, you're last. last. Hell, yeah. you can be second, third, fourth. Uh, Hell, you can even be tenth. Yeah. Uh, look, from, from where they were touted, where they were tow-tow-moggered to finish, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they finished 10th. No one expected anything out of them. Uh, some people had them, you know, erroneously. As being a wooden spoon winner. Well, uh, if they didn't have Ben Hunt, they probably would get the spoon. And, so. that's, fair. and that's, fair. that's fair criticism. And the criticism shall be taken. Yeah. And gentlemen's tenth. Hopefully, the boys are enjoying their their silly Sunday Mad Monday yes. uh, operations. Yes. There was reports that the club said they can't have a Mad Monday. Yeah, well, I, they got just Maguire in that squad. Like they, they need to be careful. <laughs> They'll be right. Just fucking phones in the bag. That's got to uh, be a rule. Phone, yeah. you, get, you, get, yeah. you pick that up on fucking Tuesday. Yeah, like you're walking in a home affairs or something. Just lock all that shit up. So. <laughs> Don't need no home affairs chat here on the ESPN, I don't think. ASIO then, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So seriously, do we think Ben Hunt can win the Dallium? Well, in all the games that they've done well, he's going to poll the three votes. He's not going to have guys taking votes There's literally no one taking votes off him. So, yeah, I definitely think he... He's a good shout. Yeah, a good shout. Um, Clearly the best player in that team by far. Um, It's just whether, you know, like Nathan Cleary can't win it. He's missed games. Yep. Dream Hughes, Cameron Munster, they can't win it. Miss games. Nico Hines. Yeah. Oh, Nico Hines maybe up there. Um, maybe some of the Cowboys. Uh, I, 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 I don't think Townsend would get enough. I don't, I don't think Townsend will get enough. Yeah. I don't think Tamalolo's done enough. I think they've yeah. been a real team effort. Val yeah, Holmes has been awesome. very good. Big T and his budgie smugglers. Big boy, eh? <laughs> yeah. Nice chest hair. Very little. Interesting. Hey. Yeah, well, it's all grown on his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any comment? Any comment regarding chest hair? Got his name across the back of it. At least he's got big shoulders to fit his name across the back of his shoulders. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is, that's a fair, valid point. Fit uh, fast. I saw my latter way on the on the back of it's a big daddy on the back. Oh. Um, that's probably enough about the dragons. I think Ben Hunt is a good shout to win the Dally M. Mm. It'd be nice if you could see some fucking odds, but some yeah. two idiots yeah. had to ruin that for everyone a few years ago. Uh, but yeah, I think I think watch out for Ben Hunt. So, so do you want to talk about the Carlton Broncos? Yeah, the, it, if there is any parallels between two team seasons this mm. year between the NRL and the AFL, it is the Carlton Blues and it is the Brisbane Broncos. The Broncos were fourth. In round 19, just keeping pace with um, the Cowboys. Yep, like that Cowboys, was the yep. Um, playing Unreal, Reynolds signing of the year chat. Um, I think Nico Hines will win that. I uh, reckon so. Yeah, and quite, quite it, it just fell apart 
They went one and five to finish the season. Their only win in that run being the Newcastle Knights. Um, it actually that it's interesting because they ended up being close with our predictions. Mm-hmm. We'd, we'd said tenth, eleventh, twelfth. They finished ninth, so that's that's still better than yeah, still, pe- was, people still had, better than the spoon. Yeah, people so. had 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 been expecting, but what it could have been, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Chat has to come yeah, into yeah. it. Fell, fell a couple apart. months. Yeah, ago, fell yeah. apart. Do you think? Kevy's under a bit of heat. People were uh, saying that he blew up too much a few weeks ago. Well, I think they needed it. They've got 100 points put on him. Like, yeah. I think that's warranted at that point. As yeah, like, Your season's on the line. If you're not going to do anything, then mm. um, you might as well have packed your bags and, and not have played against the, the, the Dragons this week. So mm. I, I think the big issue is uh, maybe some of those guys that played for Queensland had been a bit unders, like Capewell dropped everything uh, coming his way. He'd played mm-hmm. uh, dismal since the, the origin period mm. um, and a few others as well. And, you know, the, Cobo the, the in the and ca- out of the squad. Ca- Carrigan suspension probably yeah. played into it. Yeah, exactly. And they're, they're big guys that they'd relied on earlier in the season had um, played a little bit worse uh, towards the back end of the season. And, um, you know, they lose Reynolds um, every other game with, yeah. with, with something. So, which is always the issue with Adam Reynolds. He's going to have a little bit of yeah, something getting, niggly. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, but he played all right throughout the years. So, um, uh, they, same with Canterbury, I think we were kind of saying the same thing. They're probably got to get that young talent in. They're a year away. They need to build around that and we'll see what it looks like. Got Reese mm-hmm. Welsh coming next year. Um, so we'll have to see how that all fits uh, together and what, what they can do as a squad. The Cowboys towed up the Baby Panthers last night. Panthers had rested all 13 of their starters. Val Holmes has had a ripping season. He had a hat-trick last yep. night. Can you can you get the, the try scorers? Because um, Hudson Young scored a double. I just want to see how far away he was from Nanai in the end. I assume Nanai Still a fair. I would have thought, yeah, a little, little bit uh, behind him. But mm-hmm. prob- the second uh, highest try so scorer that in, in, in Hudson Young. Uh, I don't think we need to... Read too much into this one. The Cowboys did jump briefly into second, but with Cronulla did win just before, did, did they yes. not? Yeah, they beat you. Uh, so, so the Cowboys will finish third, so they'll have to play Cronulla in Sydney mm-hmm. next week. And uh, and Penrith, uh, it's going to be interesting uh, to see how, how they go next week, uh, you know, with all these starters back and obviously uh, Cleary and Luai will be a little bit underdone, um, but... Definitely the, the the team to beat. Sean, you want to run us through the, the try scorers there? Uh, Alex Johnson with 28, Corey Oates with 20, Nanai was 17, Tyler May was 16, Adakar 16, Cabo 15. Uh, but I was looking for Hudson. I think he had 11 last week. Did he finish with 13? Must be 13. Probably, he'd probably say 11, so if you scroll down, it'd be there at 11. It also might not be updated. Yeah, something. Yeah, so it's 11. So, so I think he finished with 13. Yeah. Which, is, which is pretty. F- He's had a fucking good season. He's yeah. had a really, really good year. Mm. Hudson Young. Swally, then 15, Tupu. Suali'i. Uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah no. oh, it's after, hard. after. after. It's hard, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, to be honest, it, it is hard. Uh, boys, I am busting for, for a wee wee. Can you run us through, please, the uh, the Cronulla Newcastle game and the, the Raiders uh, yeah, well, smoking the, the Tigers this afternoon, yeah. if you wouldn't mind? So I think we've covered a lot of it there. The Sharks have, did win that game, beat Cronulla. Uh, finished, they did finish second, James. Yep, yeah, they finished second, 18 points. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just heard of the Cowboys there. Yeah, Sorry, uh, not 18 points, 18 wins. 38 points. Yeah. Um, 
Nico Hines in that conversation, definitely the buy of the year. He's played excellent definitely. at seven. Yeah. We kind of all thought they'd maybe not be in the top four um, in that sixth, seventh, and seventh kind of range. Uh, but yeah. to, they've out outplayed all, all of that and played second. Um, and I think uh, outside of Nico Hines, getting guys like um, Dane Finucane and Fitzgibbon as a coach, they've just been yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'd be interested to see what that squad does come finals footy. How deep they can go, um, but we'll, you know, time will tell. We'll have a, have a brief look at that in a second. Uh, and as we mentioned, mm. uh, Wests uh, got demolished by Canberra. They Canberra was scoring a point a minute <laughs> at one point, um, put it in first gear for that second half, and um, uh, just ran it out. Uh, were fifty six yep. ten winners overall. Fifty six ten, yeah. Yeah, uh, pumped them. Um, so, so I think that ended up being about a hundred points point differential for them in the last last two weeks as well, which uh, didn't help Brisbane's chances. Um, yeah. So we had them all finishing eighth. So they've finished exactly where we thought they were in eighth. Oh, um, I think I had the dragon sitting there at eight. Oh, you, you might have, yeah. <laughs> uh, Token, but yeah. Um, but that's what we thought. They'd, they'd sneak their way in and they've done that. Um, Xavier Savage yeah. has come on leaps and bounds. He took over that fullback job. When you hear that from Nick Klostek, um, I think Peps has put my quote in there of most electif- play, electifying player in the team isn't starting. Um, so he's yeah. now going to have that full role going forward. Did have a HIA assessment in this game, and I think that's probably his biggest issue going forward is going to be um, uh, getting that professional size and dealing with the, yep. the little the little niggles and the bumps that come with playing, being a professional footballer week in, week out. Because uh, that's uh, what he's... Um, I guess been struggling with is taking those, getting those big hit ups and um, uh, getting those licks. That's um, it. So yeah. we'll see it's what a long season. See what he can do. Come finals football. Um, see what the Raiders can do. I don't like their chances against the Storm. Um, <laughs> but well, yeah, we will see. We will see. Yeah. I mean, yeah, huge, huge props for them to get to where they are in the season. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's been a very up and down season, I guess. For well, they had to win out. They had to win the last five games. So that would, can you Something check like their their, uh, their record there? Um, I know they won the last four, but the record yeah. was four and one. Yeah, so they've yeah. yeah really had to win out to to get there, and they did that. And thankfully, mm. Brisbane was helping them out as well. Um, uh, you know, being terrible and losing <laughs> games as they did. So, That's it. Uh, so I guess that means we should probably talk finals footy. Um, yeah, perhaps just come back to the table. We've got. Penrith, Parramatta, Sharks, Cowboys, Storm, Raiders, Roosters, Rabbits. Uh, what nights are those games on there, James? Yes. So Penrith Panthers will be the first game of the week on the Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Melbourne, sorry, Storm, Raiders, uh, Sharks, Cowboys will be on the Friday. And then we've got Roosters and Rabbitohs on the Sunday there. So we've got three games on on the Friday there, James? Did I say Friday? <laughs> Might have been spoken. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Saturday. Yes, on the Saturday. Saturday. So, one on, so the, one on the Friday, two on the Saturday, one yeah. on the Sunday. That's it. Yes. Um, yeah, so I suppose out of that, I guess, yeah, Melbourne Storm are at home down mm-hmm. in Melbourne, mm-hmm. uh, which will be a big one for them. Uh, but, yeah, do you want to start at the top of the list and run through it, through our thoughts? Yeah, maybe chase, chase some odds. Uh, yep. Paris beaten Penrith this year. Can they go out and do it? That, that, you know, that's that's the where they're playing this game. They're going to play that. I think it'll be. Out, I think it'll mountain? be out west. Uh, Blue Bet Stadium. Yep. Uh, the Sharks Shark, got their home game as well. Points yes. bet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
Which is great. I, I like to see the suburban grounds getting, especially in the it's first the week, yeah. first mm. week of these finals. Obviously, the, these tickets will go like absolute fucking hotcakes. Uh, <laughs> I, I did. But, but the atmosphere will be electric. I did see during the week that the, um, uh, I think it was New South Wales Rugby League was saying, you know, we can't play finals games at Leichhardt in the future. I was like, the West Tigers aren't playing finals <laughs> games at Leichhardt. Oh, come on, bro. I don't think you need to worry you about that. You don't need to worry about that shit. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Not for a long time. No. Yeah. No. Uh, um, it'll be a pump, so pumping atmosphere out there. Yeah, so Parra beat them both times this season. They beat them twice, hey? Yeah. yeah. I think Penrith, fully strength squad. Uh, I believe everyone's back. Um, I'm going to go with Penrith. The bookies seem to uh, think that way. I'm going to think that way. But surely that's a big mental advantage for, for the Eels to go into this to think, yeah, look, we we haven't played outstanding footy week by week. You know, we spoke about the, the Broncos doing them at home, you know, not that long ago. Yeah. Mm. It's, hot, it's hot and cold. Hot and cold indeed. Uh, yeah. I'll go the past. last month has been good though. It's been great. It's been really good. They're getting hot at the right time. Dylan Brown's playing great footy. Mitch Moses is playing great footy. Gutho's playing great footy. The forward pack's good. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think Penrith might just be that little bit too classy, a little bit too experienced now, you know. The, They're the main primary service. Yeah, and two yeah. years ago we started, you know, it was kind of uh, an inverse kind of conversation that was saying, oh, is Pen does Penrith have the experience in these big games? Well, now they do. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've been to two grand finals. Yeah, they've great. won one. Uh, I think that they'll be, you know, they'll be uh, feeling fresh after after a week off uh, for, for all the starters. Um, yep. I think th think Cleary coming back will be massive. Um, I, I think uh, Penrith get the job done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's hard to get past Penrith. Uh, they are favourites $1.37. The Eels are out at $3.10. Um, we've got a line of eight and a half. Big line. Don't, yeah, I don't know if I like, like that. I, I, th I think and I hope it'll be a close game. But, um, yeah, th three yeah. Penny Panthers here. Yep. Shark Cowboys. This is Shark Park. Yeah, and two of um, the kind of underdogs. Well, not un yeah. The the two teams that kind surprise of packets. played yeah surprise yeah. packages is the word that I'm after. The the two teams that played overs this year, mm -hmm. uh, given mm -hmm. expectations, um, Nico Hines, you know, was speaking very highly of him and, and how good he's been this well, and, year. And then Chow, Chad, Chad Townsend, Townsend and Tom Deaton on the other side also being but a few a few people like including us maybe kind of thought oh Chad Townsend Tom Deaton like yeah, come on that's not like, gonna work come that, on that's, that's, <laughs> that's not a premiership winning halves combination well it's pretty fucking close at, mm -hmm. at this stage mm -hmm. they've they've played really well we, we spoke before about Val Holmes uh, Todd Payton be pretty proud of the way that his boys have, have gone about it this year um, I'm gonna go to the Sharks at Home, I think that the, the home ground advantage here is massive. Obviously, uh, the Sharks had to lose today uh, to to the Knights for for this game to be in Townsville. It, um, you know, they went out and played pretty well. I think in front of their home crowd there at points bet, I think they'll be too strong. Yeah, I tend to agree, but I think this will be a very close yeah. uh, football match. Mm -hmm. mm. What do the bookies think, monks? Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with you boys as well. Uh, and so the bookies are Sharks are favourites at dollar seventy one. The Cowboys are two dollars fifteen. And Sean, you're right; it's going to be a very close game with a line of two and a half. Yeah, that's what it feels like to me. Storm mm. Raiders. I assume that's in Melbourne. It is in Melbourne. Um, this, the Raiders have, have kind of played pretty well against the Storm in recent a years. Bit of a bogey um, side for the Storm down there in Melbourne. Yeah. So that, that said, 
finals game, Munster fucking lighting up stadiums. Jerome Hughes been very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, they they are in a two game slide, the Melbourne Storm. Uh, but I, I think they'll have the finals experience and uh, and and just the talent um, to to get over the Raiders here. But yeah, well, who did they lose to in those two games? Uh, they lost Roosters to the and Chooks and they lost to Penrith. No, they beat. Sorry, they beat Penrith a few weeks ago. They lost to Chooks last week and who did they mm-hmm. lose to this we're week? Parramatta. Parramatta. We're just talking about it. Yeah. So they've you know Storm have only lost to. Top eight's great. So they've yeah, really been good, good competitive football games. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like they went out there and f- threw up a donut against, say, the Tigers or something. Um, or Dragons, maybe. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, th- I think they, you know, even out of those losses, they're probably rolling into the finals uh, where they need to be. They've been playing some good competitive footy. Um, they've got a good squad. Uh, I don't really like the Raiders' chances. The Raiders have been... Um, Overall, I'd say you know disappointing. Watching some of the you know that Raiders Dragons game was one it was like none of these guys are winning finals. Shock, um, yeah, it's shocking at times. Yeah, yeah. So I just I don't think the Raiders can shock Melbourne. Um, I think the Storm are going to win. What do the bookies think, Monks? Uh, and are you brave enough to, to back the Green Machine <laughs> for an away win? No, unfortunately not. I'm going to have to go to Storm here. Um, yeah, uh, down in Melbourne, you can't get past them. The bookies. Reckon that's the story, uh, with them being the favourites. A dollar thirty-five. The Raiders are outside at three dollars twenty-five. Um, we've got a line of nine and a half. I think I hope it'll be a bit closer than that line suggests, and and I'd I'd like to be proven wrong. Uh, you know, w- with the Dragons gone, that uh, you know, obviously our two teams here, we we do live in Canberra. It's probably our, our de facto sec- second team. Um, mm. Although, yeah, I don't know if I'd like to deal with any loudmouth Canberra fans if they do. <laughs> 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 but uh, uh, we've got, we've got some, some crackers lined up for next week. Uh, obviously, uh, the next time that we podcast, two teams will be going home and, uh, and we'll have a, an even closer picture of, um, of what, what the, the prelim finals will be looking like. Mm-hmm. Well, finish with Roosters Rabbits. Doing the... Oh, yeah, well, they've already played one, so it's very <laughs> forgettable. So they're going to play that game again. Um, what what I just said, just imagine I said it like in, in 90 two, seconds. In yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the Chooks and the Rabbitohs uh, have, to, have to do battle Sunday. Uh, they did just bash each other up this week. We did speak about Joey Manu and Cameron Murray uh, probably missing this. Game, uh, Monks, you're, uh, if you wouldn't mind bringing up the odds. I, I like what the Chooks have been doing. Obviously, they, they, they got the pickies uh, here against the Rabbits, and they've beaten some quality sides in the last month of footy. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with the Chooks, uh, but th- th- this one should should be very close as well, mm. and uh, there'll, there'll yeah. be some passion involved. Uh, these two teams legitimately hate each other. Yeah, I'm going to do yeah. something different and pick the Rabbits. I like it. Any kind of thinking there? Latrell, well, unstoppable when he's on. <laughs> You play a game so close together, um, you know, they, I usually give a little bit of a tibbet to the losing side uh, um, to have learnt a lot about... Do their uh, homework. Yeah, do their homework. And so I'd, I'd say they'd come out be a bit better. Um, and I also, maybe I think um, uh, Manu is a bigger lo- loss than Murray is. Yep. Yeah, that's that's reasonable. Mm. Monks, if you wouldn't mind the odds in your tip, please. Yep. Um... I'll go Roosters. Um, 
I've got nothing really more to say about that. <laughs> so I'll go straight to the odds. <laughs> uh, they are favourites at all 55. I picked the roosters <laughs> because they are a farm animal. That's how well this is going. Uh, <laughs> rabbits are on the dogs, $2.45. I said it, but I'll say it again. Roosters are favourites $1.55. And the line is four and a half. And all that shit I said two minutes ago, <laughs> as you imagine I said. Yeah, right, right, right. All right. <laughs> In a, you know, who the fuck is this guy? Um, who rugby, the fuck is this guy? Rugby segment. That's a that's a good intro for that. Who the <laughs> fuck is this guy? Someone okay. fucking sound record oh, that, Conor McGregor. Sound like that one. Uh, yeah, we don't know anything about rugby, but we'll just tell you what happened. <laughs> um, New Zealand smoked Argentina. Yeah, after we said last week about, oh, what's happening in New Zealand? What's going on? Yeah, they listened to the Esky, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah we guess we better show up and yeah. Pumped them. I said, oh, shit. Fire them up. Oh, chur, bro, we better be good at rugby again, eh? <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, I'm not doing that one again. Uh, <laughs> the, the All Blacks win by 50 points after losing to Argentina for, for the first time on home soil. And speaking of, uh, South Africa did Australia 24-8. to eight. This was in the new stadium. 45,000 in there, packed it out. Uh, the box hadn't won here for nearly 10 years. Uh, I don't know if you boys did... See the highlights of this. I watched the highlights at least. Cracking first try there from Kane and Moddy. Uh, took in the bomb uh, over Marika Korobiti and then ran it another 40 metres into score. And then, uh, yeah, I'll have a crack at this one. Uh, Makazoli Mapimpe, uh, he, he busted over for the go-ahead try for the box. And there was a little bit of brouhaha. Uh, kind of stood over Marika Korobiti. Taunting, as you will. Taunting, yeah. Kind of gave him a little bit of a push. Yeah. yeah. Score on you, bruh. A uh, little mm. little scuffle after that, but uh, the box get the win and it, uh, a massive shift on the championship standings uh, with New Zealand going to the top, South Africa jumping us, mm-hmm. and then mm. I think it's us and then Argentina. So a little bit of inverse uh, in the rugby championship with two games to go. And that will conclude our who the fuck is this guy <laughs> Whole of two minutes. <laughs> APL. Uh, big yeah. week in the EPL. I uh, spoke about it at the start of the show. Uh, two games. We, we're going to see a fair bit of this this year with with the World Cup yep. in Qatar. Uh, the the EPL obviously has to try and get. How, how far apart are they playing these games? So like three days, three and a half day yeah. time. Yeah. Depend depends. Uh, so so some of them are Wednesday night, some of them are Thursday night, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they roll it into Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, Sunday yeah. afternoon, kind of kind of gear. Uh, United sent sign Anthony. Yeah, no H, no H. Just <laughs> Anthony. Anthony, same as the, the, the bloke in the middle here for eighty six million pounds. Mm-hmm. Might have to buy one of the jerseys, I guess. You know, custom made, hey, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Uh, actually, that's the fourth biggest transfer in EPL history. So a fair bit of mm-hmm. coinage thrown at the Brazilian right winger. He's twenty two years of age. He signed until twenty twenty seven. He comes from Ajax, uh, aka Ajax Spray and Wipe. Um, it, it follows some big spending from United. Uh, they spent 64 mil on Casimiro from Real. They spent 76 uh, at the end of last year on Jaden Sancho. So they've thrown some fucking money at a few players. Uh, they're hoping that that's going to pay dividends for them the new moving guard, forward. The new guard, the old guard, out with the old and with the new. Mm-hmm. Well, their poor mm-hmm. captain, Harry Maguire, he's been riding the pine the last few weeks and they've been winning. 
They've been winning with Maguire on the pine. They've had Ronaldo not starting, coming on, just playing as an impact player. Maybe Eric Ten Hag is starting to get a bit of a feel of who his best 11 is and how to utilise them. Uh, they're mm. definitely, uh, the last you know few weeks, looking a bit better than the way that they started. Pressure off Eric Ten Hag, uh, especially if they can get a win tonight in a cracker against Arsenal. Unfortunately, uh, pressure on Pressure gone. Scott Parker of um, of used to coach uh, or manage Bournemouth fame. Uh, bit of a rough one. They did concede sixteen goals in three games. <laughs> However, it was to Liverpool, City, and Arsenal. Uh, so they got dicked nine nil to uh, by yep. Liverpool, four nil by City, three nil by Arsenal. Scott Parker hits the road, and uh, as mm. you hit the road, Jack, and don't come back. As we found out on the Esky. Formula for winning. Yes. It's science. It's <laughs> yeah. equals MC squared. It's A squared plus B squared equals C squared. That might be math. Maybe not. Maybe it's science. Maybe yeah. it's math. I don't know. Sack but the coach. Sack the coach and you start winning. You start winning. It's they get the win last. I mean you suck the coach each week. Yeah, just get a new one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll coach him week 19. <laughs> yeah. Sack me. <laughs> Take the 300,000 pound or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Easy done. Easy money and for a week's yeah. Transfer fees. Yeah. yeah, transfer fees. You know, coming over from coach of Pep's Mongrels, <laughs> NFL fantasy team. Big, big, big transfer fee. Uh, yeah, it seems to be, you know, in any league in the world, uh, mm-hmm. at least in the two years that we've been podcasting, mm-hmm. uh, that if you sack the coach, it seems to be winning formula. So it's worked out for Bournemouth. Get you at least one. I mean... But, They've got their season back on track. Look, yeah. are they playing Champions it. League this year? Yeah, yeah, probably not. Probably not. But, <laughs> but Were they one of the teams that came up? Last year. Last year. So last year they came up, I believe. Yeah. And caveat, the win was against Nottingham. Yeah. Yeah, who is a team, <laughs> yeah. Is Just a team that came up. Hey, two-time Champions League yeah, winning true. team. True. Uh, Nottingham Forest. How many times have Man City done that? <laughs> Zero times. <laughs> uh, yeah, bit of a salty United fan here. Seeing the success <laughs> of Man City of late. Uh, we won't go through all the games. Uh, that the ob- Obviously been about 20 games uh, since our last episode. Well, Arsenal, the only team up there that... That's undefeated. Yeah, so massive game tonight. Uh, Arsenal play United. So if Arsenal get a win, they can go four points clear uh, atop mm. of the atop of the league. Uh, you know, six games in. I, I think everyone kind of thought, yeah, they might be a little bit improved. I don't think anyone expected them to be this good. Probably first real big test. Well, they, they for, started for, for last the year so shit. And then they played, started, they played started horribly last year. The end, yeah, but so they've also they've not played a big club yeah. yet this yep. year. That's awesome. So, so mm. a big test for them. The other game tonight is Brighton and Leicester. Uh, just looking back uh, briefly at the week that was, Erling Haaland seems to uh, be paying dividends for Manchester City. He had a hat-trick in the 6-0 thrashing of Not Forest. Uh, Tottenham, uh, they, they've, they've dropped... Uh, dropped a point at least uh, in in their draw against West Ham. Liverpool, Liverpool, very, very lucky uh, with their win against Newcastle. 98th winner from Cavallo. Uh, United's, you know, scrappy but got the job done against Leicester City. Uh, Ivan Tony scored a hat-trick for, for Brentford. Uh, West Ham possibly robbed against Chelsea. Check out mm. the footage on that one. Uh, a very dubious, dubious uh, VAR decision involved in that one. Uh, Chelsea, no, they're, they're, they're running fifth, but maybe haven't played the best football. That They've got a negative goal difference uh, yeah. going forward. Um, and what else? We, Wolves, Wolves got off the mark. They, they beat Southampton. And he's, he's in the bottom there, Jimmy. Just scroll down. And, uh, and Is Sid- West Ham still? In- yes, okay. So the bottom three, as it stands, Paul Lesser City going into tonight, one point. 
And then a, uh, a bunch of teams there on four, currently in the relegation zone, is not Forest and West Ham United. Mm. Going to be interesting tonight. I think really, really big test for Arsenal. Are they the real deal? Mm-hmm. Uh, I tell you what, if they get get the win there at Old Trafford, they haven't won at Old Trafford since 2006. So 16 years of history riding on this one. Uh, and and if, if there's any year that they can can do it, you know, kind of channel that that mid-noughties team of, mm-hmm. of Thierry Henry and, and Freddie Jumberg and Patrick yeah. Vieira and, and how strong they, they were in that era. Uh, they, they come up against a United team which is which is trying to be resilient, but uh, maybe... Rebuilding. Uh, yeah, maybe they've got an opportunity there tonight. Yeah. NBA boys, uh, not mass, not a massive week, but there was a, a massive trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll try to pick up the old Woj bomb, but uh, Donovan Mitchell uh, will will be leaving um, the the Utah Jazz. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a few players involved and picks, I believe. Yeah. I think the Jazz now in total right. have fifteen first round picks in the next. Three or four years. So they're going to be strong. <laughs> yes, they're, they're, they're fully committed to future. So um, let's hope they don't do Sacramento Kings and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All no magic kind of shit. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, the Jazz trade Donovan Mitchell to Cleveland for Laurie Markinen, Oche Agbaji and Colin Sexton and three first-round picks and two pick swaps. So... They've literally traded the house. Mm-hmm. They've traded the house for Donovan Mitchell. It means that Cleveland is going to look pretty good uh, uh, upcoming. Uh, Mitchell comes in. He's got three years left on his contract. Uh, he'll join um, Darius Garland and Jarrett Allen, who have been named uh, All-Stars already. We saw how good Evan Mobley is. That starting five starting to sh- take shape there in Cleveland. Uh, what do we think? Does Cleveland kind of start... Becoming a bit of a force here in the East, or are well, they I thought it was still a kind of a mid mid tier team. Yeah, I thought it was a bit of a surprise from the Jazz to even try to move Mitchell, considering how long he's been there, how good he's, he's been. been. Yeah. And I guess the Jazz had been pretty good for a while until last season when they kind of fell off a little bit. But yeah, it seems like they've hit the reset button very quickly. Um, so yeah, I've, I think I was more surprised than anything to see. See him get moved. Um, I think they've probably got enough value out, great out of value, him. Great value. So, yeah, um, they just now need to capitalise on that. But, yeah, to Cleveland. Let's see if they Cleveland can uh, get back to their winning ways. I think it's been uh, a few years of so mm. close but so far yep. for Utah. And they've mm. gone, okay, we'll, we'll part ways with Rudy Gobert. We'll part ways with Spider Mitchell. Yeah, yeah that's their two best players. They've, they've got uh, remunerated well. Uh, you know, for for those uh, two big trades, uh, but I think sometimes when you when you put together a team, you know, which which does so well, I think two years ago, I think they finished first in the west or second in the west, yeah, um, and that they don't come through for you with the bickies. I think they go okay, well, let, let's let's kind of you know move the chess piece. And that was always the kind of the chat. That was like, oh, they're finishing first, but yeah, they're not going to win. Like everyone yeah. just assumed they just didn't have. I guess, you know, the big three that you talk about, the others, all mm. the, the, the big faces, you know, franchise guys at the other clubs 
other teams had. So when it came to them, it was like, oh, yeah, they're going to be an easy outcome finals time. And mm. unfortunately, it kind of that ended up being that case. exactly so. the way it came through. Yeah. It so came, came to fruition big time. That, that to me is kind of what it looks like. They've yeah hit the reset button. They're going to go young, trying to draft the next lot of future talent, um, see how, how that goes for them. They, they could struggle this year. Mm-hmm. Without Gobert, without uh, Donovan Mitchell, that's uh, part of their team. So like, yeah. look, Laurie Markkinen's you know a reasonable kind of get, but uh, it d- doesn't fill the big shoes that that you miss in uh, in in Rudy Gobert. That yeah, they they probably miss the the top eight. You'd think could very well do this year, Max. What do you got for us there? Oh, just a little bit in the news um, during the week. Um, I guess KD's been copping a little bit of heat. Mm. Um, yeah, we talked about it last week as well. Yeah, Shaq and um, he wanted everyone gone, and then his tail between his leg going back came to crawling. It's <laughs> like fine, yes, I want my two hundred million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take the money. But um, you know, le- legends of the game, uh, Shaq and um, I think Shaq quoted um, what Barkley has said in the past. I uh, sort of mm-hmm. just calling out KD, saying he's a bit of a failure, a bit of a bus rider, just being on these teams. Like, sure, he's he's won championships, but. He didn't do well. Is, is he the, yeah. the cause? Is he the reason for it? Like, is he that factor? Mm. Um, obviously, he's, yeah, got this big deal of the Nets and hasn't really been paid, hasn't paid off yet. Well, he, uh, any, any sign of trouble, he, he tries to bounce. Yeah. So that, yeah. That's, I think, the big the big concern is yeah, anything goes wrong, he tries to get out of there and go elsewhere. How good is the old tweet of, uh, it's like a 2011 tweet, it's like mm. OKC days mm. for KD and he's like, Laughing mm. at all these teams trying to buy rings and that, and yeah, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those ones that just did not age very well. It's it's our India afraid of the Gabba, yeah, <laughs> kind of rhetoric. But it's it's also a young player in the league as well. Yeah, like he, yeah, he kind of you know just the way the league is. It's like yes, I need to co-find form a trio with some mm. some of the. You know, top twenty NBA players, mm. and that's how you make a run because that's what everyone else is doing. Like, yep. That's the problem. So. Yeah. Mm. And is it maybe a little bit of just talking head kind of shit? Like, they probably have a lot of respect for, for KD, I'd imagine. You know, is it kind of just to get people talking? We're talking about yeah, it. Well, on the other side of the world. Yeah. You, know? you, you look at the history, though. You look at uh, the the ones, that the rings that Howe has won and the teams that he's been in versus where he's gone to be the dude and mm. how mm. they've gone. Yeah, it's yes, it is painting that narrative. Mm. Um, so it's, mm. I guess it's on KD to go out there and uh, win, win, win a ring as mm. the dude. Mm. Mm. So. Yeah. Do we see him doing that with this Nets team? Uh, great question. May oh, I don't want to say it's Ben Simmons dependent, but if they can play good defense, and if that's or if what, we see Simmons from two seasons ago, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, a big if. That, that's all he needs to do is play defense. Let the other boys do all the, the scoring. That's the biggest question around their team at the moment. Yeah, yeah. they've got the they can score points. Um, I saw an article this week that someone that was saying that they might want Simmons to play center. Can't imagine. Like he's a big man. He's, yeah, he's a big man. But but he's used to playing defense. You know, against mm. a two or a three. Uh, if he, if he has to go up there and, and try and guard Jokic or or Embiid, yeah. he's, he's not a seven footer. Which is nah. Yeah, well, he's actually he's very close. He's very close. He's six ten, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's six ten. Yeah. But uh, he's not used to that kind of defensive workload either. Anyways, again. Speaking of articles and clickbait and the rest of it, I, I don't know how you clicked on truth. it. You I, I did click <laughs> on it. I click on a lot of shit. It's weird. Sometimes my computer gets a virus. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything yeah. else to add there over the 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 uh, supposed beef between no, between really. uh, Shaq and and uh, and Charles Barkley and KD riding the bus? 
No, nothing there. Pretty fucking nice bus. I wouldn't mind being on that bus. I mean, yeah. He's got championship rings. He's got a ring. <laughs> you can't complain about that. He's one of the best basketball players of all time. Like, you, you know, KD haters might, you know, think that's sacrilege, but I think it's true. Yeah. I think it's true. He's got a long, he's also got a long time left, uh, you know, ahead yeah. in, in his NBA yeah. career. But yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how that team gels, given the personalities in it. Yeah. 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 All right, boys, let's talk some NFL. We're so close. It's one of our favourite sports, um, our NFL. Fantasy drafts uh, occurred yeah. over the weekend. Monks shouted. What's your sound like for the NFL? Uh, green 19, green 19. Happy? Omaha, Omaha. Big story here. And for Antonio Gibson fantasy owners, this yeah. one was interesting. Yeah, oh, definitely. For um, he, Well... It's actually well. It's sort of it's fucking scary too. Like it, it's Washington being Washington. Um, so uh, Brian Robinson Jr. Uh, was shot in a carjacking. I think he was shot twice, but the the main one was the bullet went through his knee, so both to the leg. Also, um, where you don't want a running back. To <laughs> yeah, exactly. no, uh, but no. al- also very lucky the bullet went through his knee and didn't hit anything important. So it's just it's just a flesh wound. Um, so yeah, no ligament damage, nothing to the kneecap or anything like that. It's mm. just gone. Reportedly, only going to miss four games. That's yeah, fucking <laughs> yeah, like it's literally. He's going to miss more for fucking with PEDs. <laughs> yeah, yeah they'll stitch him up and it'll heal, yeah. and then once it's all good to go, he'll he'll be out there running. So unreal. Um, Pretty highly touted, this guy too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, potentially uh, has stolen the number one job from Gibson. Mm-hmm. Uh, with reports, Gibson's going to do return work for Washington. Which, Jeez, yeah, you'd, we, be, you'd be dirty, wouldn't you? After yeah. after being very good for the last two yeah, seasons. Yeah. Well, I, his problem is he's got fumbleitis, so mm. um, he may be in the doghouse a little bit. So the old, the old Madden, you know, he used yeah. to. Be able to do fumbleitis <laughs> on Madden. It was like a like a little cheap thing. You yeah. put fumbleitis on it, get like eight fumble recoveries. Yeah. Good ass. It so was like a green kind of stew, yeah. like witch's brew kind of thing. Fumbleitis. <laughs> Pour it on the opposition running back. Anyway, sidetrack. Yeah, so uh, Robinson drafted to be a bell Kale. We'll see mm. what that looks like when he gets past. But wishing him speedy yeah. recovery. Um, I think they're all very happy that uh, in the end it only ended up being something very minor. It could have been a could lot been worse. So much worse, but man. Yeah, so worse. Yeah, it's yeah. America going to America. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at least it wasn't a primary school child. Yes, yes. Well, he, or he wasn't at a school like in the car park, etc. Mm, um, school shootings. Yeah. yeah. Uh, moving away from that, let's talk about Russell Wilson. Mm. He got paid. Uh, got a five-year extension. You bring up that contract uh, because yearly, I think forty-five mil. Uh, if you is? include his current deal with two years, it's forty-two mil over the next 42. seven years. Unreal. Um, so didn't break the bank. Not to show on Watson numbers. This <laughs> this is the important part. Is it's not a fully guaranteed contract contract, which is what Lamar is trying to get because he wants that Watson deal, um, mm. which doesn't bode well for Watson because both Murray and Russell Wilson have now signed a. Still 160 mil odd guaranteed, mm. uh, but it's not the 230 that uh, Watson got. So I believe that was very much Cleveland. It was like, here's all the money, come play for us. Because mm. um, I think he was basically signing on the dotted line for the Falcons. Um, so I don't think Lamar's going to get that deal. But for Russell, it's an excellent deal. Gets him through the next seven years till age 40. Mm. Said he wants to Tom Brady it up and play to 45. So we'll see how that looks. Um, uh, there's not so great rumours in Tom Brady's personal life at the moment um, for yeah his uh, absence and uh, supposed weight loss as well. Um, take with that as you will. 
Uh, Jenny but, Craig. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or, <laughs> yeah, or, or, or not eating, uh, having some trouble with the missus, etc. I think it's the, the the chat during the week. So I always speculate. Yes, yes, really? and yeah. we're we're not uh, Women's Weekly, so we'll move on. Uh, but uh, <laughs> great for Denver, I think, with Wilson, uh, forty-two average, didn't reset the market. He very much said, "I'm interested in Super Bowls." Uh, I think that deal is going to be excellent uh, in you know three or four years' time with the amount of money coming in the league. We'll be able to maintain a very good team over there in Denver mm, mm, and compete mm. in the West um, with that weapons race that is currently going on. So, How do you feel about that as a Denver Broncos diehard? Yeah, well, since 2015, we've gone through like a 1,000 quarterbacks trying to so find lock, a Manning. one in for, uh, five one in for the, <laughs> the rest of this decade, so I'm happy. Horny, horny, <laughs> yes. horny. Yes, mm-hmm. Can't lo- looking forward to Monday next week. Mm. Um, I guess Who do they have first? Seattle. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, they're going to put yeah. 50 on them, guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. That was random scheduling for yeah. the NFL, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, going course, home back to Seattle. Random. So, Monks, if you wouldn't mind, that contract, how does it look like? Yep, so the, new, the contract was a five-year, $242.5 million contract, um, including a $50 million signing bonus mm-hmm. um, with $10 million being paid each year for five years. He was at the US, US Open as well, I remember saying that. Uh, yeah. yeah, he was too. Yep. Yeah, Serena again. Um, Looking very tasty as well. <laughs> With his shades on. <laughs> full chub on the end. Keep it in your pants, <laughs> Nick Chubb down the end. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nick full chub down the uh, end. Yeah. Uh, 161 mil uh, guaranteed. Average year, 48 and a half mil. Big contract for a guy that hasn't yeah. played an official game as a Denver Bronco. Do you think mm. that's just... They've seen what he's done, obviously, with Seattle. Yeah, he's nine Pro Bowls, nine Super Bowls. Super Bowl, obviously, you know, been excellent. Worked hard yeah, in, the, pre-season. in the preseason. And locked him up. So, yeah, mm. I think, you know, in the last 18 months, no, two, let's, uh, we got the new GM last year. We now got a new owner, new quarterback, new president, new CEO. Like, it's all looking up for Denver at the moment. Mm. Um, so, we'll see in the next three years whether it paid off. Mm-hmm. Uh, bit of, yeah, a bit of sad news. You know, you never like to see someone go down in in uh, in the preseason, mm-hmm. especially not in training. But uh, the the linebacker of the Titans, Harold Landry, who had twelve sacks last year, mm-hmm. I think has he's done his ACL. signed like a sixty mil deal or something mm-hmm. as well in the off season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did his ACL season done, which is a big loss for the Titans. Yeah, ma- massive loss. Uh, considering that Titans defense is pretty stout, really. Yes. Uh, so yeah, they fit in that sneaky good category. Yeah, sneaky good indeed. Uh, wishing him all the best with his rehab and hopefully he can get back to double-digit sacks, uh, you know, coming coming off a, a nasty knee injury. And uh, what's what's the news out of the 49ers camp? Jimmy G's back to practice. Yeah, well, we don't expect him to start week one. No, no, no. He's, so he's definitely the backup. Mm-hmm. They've said that. Yep. Uh, he's been holding out, essentially, waiting to be traded. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing's materialised. The Seahawks called multiple times, but they've said we're not trading him within the division. So um, that ruled that out. <laughs> I think the Seahawks are desperately needed a quarterback, um, mm. but they've mm. yeah they couldn't get that get them to budge. So Jimmy G is staying put and he's going to be the backup for the 49ers. So he showed up to practice for the first time this week. So we'll see how that relationship goes, especially if the 49ers start bad. Yeah, that's going to be the yeah. question. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Do you think they'll pull that trigger quick if 
Nope. No, I don't think so. I, I think yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll try to ride it out, but I... You have to. You, you, you spend you, you, yeah, a, yeah, a, so. a third overall pick on Trey Lance. They've got to be pretty well, highly they, invested in it. They've also said, you yeah. know, Trey Lance is the future. He's our quarterback, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. They've got to stand by that now. So, yeah, yeah but if they're 0-8, then their fan base is going to be like, it, I don't see it. If but. they're 0-8, <laughs> I'll eat my hat, which I'm not wearing, but uh, I'll eat Monkey's hat. Yeah, but you start, you lose in the NFL, the fan base like starts that. coming after you. I like this hat. I'd like to see you eat it too. Listen, it was your hat, not your ass. So, whoa! <laughs> you have to bet me something a bit, a bit more high stakes. I will make that bet. I will make that bet. Not the longest, longest hunt over here. But yeah. Anyways, let's keep this. Up. I, I think we've talked about PG. this. We, we can't. We can't put that on the old YouTubes, unfortunately. Uh, we'll probably yeah. make more money. Yeah. Not that we make any. I don't mean eskies. Yeah, low expectations. Is that the upside? <laughs> you know what we need to start doing? 100 episodes coming up, but we need to start naming the episode after something funny that we say on the episode. So this one could be no expectations. Right. And then it gets you intrigued. What are they talking about? What are they talking about? What are they talking about? Yeah, yeah. You know. well then someone clicks on it. No like, I had no about. expectations, <laughs> but this is lower than what I thought. Particularly pertinent in this episode. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's that's the NFL news. I don't think we were worried too much about previewing games because we can do that next Sunday, uh, leading into week one on Monday. Yep. Uh, we do have Buffalo taking on yeah. the Rams on we'll, Friday. We'll, yeah. It's the only game. Well, Max, if you wouldn't mind, can you bring up the odds just for, for, yeah, for that for Thursday that night kickoff? I think I need to say an apology. I think last week, uh, I, I think I said the the Rams are playing the Bengals. I might have even said that, but I think that was their last preseason game, it wasn't was, they? Yeah. yeah, that's where we got the wires crossed. Apologies to you, twenty people that listened last yeah. at the last stand. week. Thank you, bro. <laughs> last week, but uh, we do have a rip snorter. It will be Thursday it's night. Excellent football over game. there in the states. It'll be Bills, Friday. Bills, I think, are heavily favourite to win the whole thing. Which they've, is, they've got the defence. They've got the offence. Yeah. Like uh, they now have should to. They, walk, should they be the favourites? That's the question. They got to walk the walk, and mm. walking out there and take on a Rams team is a perfect test to kick off. Bro, they're favourites in Los Angeles next year yeah. against the defending champs. Yeah. I don't know if that's unders. Yeah, I think this game will. What's the, uh, actually the the line is what we need on this. Oh, they'll yeah. the, the under um, overs. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I feel score fest, uh, especially out there in LA. Uh, nice track to run around mm. on. This is a sexy game to kick off the year, isn't it? Yeah, if it's if the overs are anything like in the fifty range, uh, take it. Monks, what do you got for us? Yep, um, low sixties. What's the overs go? Sixty? Would you take sixty? Yeah, I think this is going to be a ninety point game. Like wow. they could go to town in this one. Okay. Uh, Buffalo is the favourites. A dollar thirty. A dollar seventy three. Uh, Rams at underdogs at two dollars eleven. Mm. Um, total match points. Total match points. Sean reckons he'd take sixty. I. I feel like that's a lot. Uh, they could. Uh, this could. It be could. A, it could. Yeah. Thirty thirty game. That's it could easy. be. That's easy. It could be. Total match points fifty two and a half. Yeah. Take overs. Smash your overs. Smash overs. Smash your overs. Yeah, Let's two go. good defenses, but I, I think this is going to be first game of the year. Offensive point, weapons. Point city. Point yep. city. Yep. Yeah. Under under a um, under a roof there in Los Angeles. How many people are going to watch this? No, oh, all of the people. Hundred million, maybe. Well, they've they've average their preseason games are average. killing everything, everything yeah. like they've, yeah. yeah dominated. So yeah, football's back. College football kicked off today. I think yeah. um, Oregon uh, looked look pretty <laughs> lackluster against the defending champions yeah, Georgia. I, I think the main thing to watch is probably the the Bryce Young and CJ Shroud yep. chats leading. Yep. They're the two favourites. Um, big big draft stock uh, potentially next year could be mm. first round first pick overall. Mm. So yeah, they've. 
um, you know, probably ending up in Atlanta, but we'll get, we'll see how that season plays out before we get to that. But yeah, yep. uh, college football's back. Football now till fucking February. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Just back onto the game. Uh, last time they met, it was a sixty-seven point game. Mm. Um, was that in Buffalo or LA? No comment. Oh, <laughs> uh, Buffalo. No, LA. South Fly Stadium. LA is a good track to... No, that that's would be this game. I don't know where it was. <laughs> <where last night. laughs> hey, perhaps can you just reach over there and stop him for me? <laughs> we're, we've been through this. I don't slap him hard. <laughs> <laughs> I just give him a little tender one. <laughs> it was probably wherever LA Rams were playing in 2020. Uh, cool. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. St. Louis. <laughs> no, again. Uh, should we talk top 20? Oh, you got Super Bowl. Actually, yeah, odds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go through that. Just go future. Yeah. So Super Bowl, uh, before the season even starts, the Bills are touted as favourites to win the Super Bowl at $7. Mm-hmm. Right behind them is my team, the Bucks, at $8. Mm. Kansas City is at 11 Rams are at 12 And Packers, 13 rounding up the top Let's five. Let's go. Bronx? Yeah. Go Denver. Bronx. Uh, they are a little bit further down the list uh, at $17. Can you scroll down to the bottom of that list? and? Yeah, who, who they're saying is getting yeah. spewed. Yeah, who's right real bum old teams? Oh, what are our picks? Uh, what do you reckon you've got? I reckon Atlanta, Jacksonville, uh, Detroit. Maybe Browns. I think Browns overall are a better squad. Be, but I think they're, they're mid, yeah. They could be a mid-peak team, but yeah, I, I wonder if they just fall apart. But I the think Browns are 26 bucks. <laughs> yeah. That's unders, bro. Yeah, that that is, I, I think that's unders. Yeah. You can't tell me that the brands are they're better, better team 500 team. than the Saints or, or the Patriots. Nah, Saints are yeah. better than yeah. uh, the The biggest bum holes? Oh, the Texans. Texans. Yeah. I think Texans are going to be better than that. Well, it's it's them really? and the Falcons at 251 yeah. to 1. Yeah. Falcons I don't love. I think they could be lost. Well, Seahawks, Seahawks are down there as well. Seahawks. Oh, Seahawks, yeah. We didn't mm. should, have, should have said that as well. They've... Lost a lot of lot of weapons on the defense, and well, lost their quarterback, and um, gonna have to run out Geno Smith. See how that goes. Screen DK, <laughs> screen DK, screen DK. As a bloke that uh, is a big uh, fan of DK, uh, you know his yeah. rig and his uh, fantasy. Uh, that's the one thing. Sorry, uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of the same. <laughs> As a fantasy owner, his of DK, rig, your fantasy. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ho- hopefully, uh, DK uh, doesn't get forgotten down there. Uh, it's going to be tough for, for those teams in, in Houston and Atlanta and, and Seattle, New York, um, Jacksonville, etc. Yep. Boys, the top 20 of the top 100 got mm-hmm. released. Uh, it, we were talking about it last week. We knew the names in alphabetical order, and now we have the players in the order that the players voted them. Let's start mm-hmm. at 20. We'll run through it quickly. JC Jackson comes in at 20. He's going to be new this year at, um, at San Diego. Well, at Los Angeles uh, mm-hmm. Chargers, I should say. Haven't been San Diego for quite some time. Uh, the, the Chargers actually had the most players in the top 100 with eight, which is interesting considering um, favourites on, on that list by any means. You know, haven't But that's very Chargers of them, though. <laughs> high, high top end, low bottom end, maybe playing... Choke, choke City. Playing <laughs> unders. Yeah, it is, it is very Chargers. But very, yeah. Very talented lineup. Yeah, they've got a good team. Herbert's only going to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. You know, expect them to, to to push in this very hotly contested AFC West oh, moving yeah. forward. Devo Samuel cracks the list. Mm-hmm. 
Wasn't on it last year. He goes straight to 19, same number that he wears. Will he be able to reproduce this year with, with Trey there? It's going to be interesting. Good question. See how much running back he'll do. 18, Shaquille Leonard, uh, mm-hmm. formerly known as Darius Leonard. Uh, he's gone up 19 spots into 18 to be the premier middle linebacker mm-hmm. on, on the list. Uh, 17, the gritty. Get it with it. Yeah, those watching the YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin Jefferson goes up 36 places to number 17, uh, one of the higher wide receivers on the list. Micah Parsons mm. to finish 16th as a rookie. Well, it just shows the yeah. ridiculous year that he He's had. so good, man. Yeah. He started as a middle linebacker, and they go, oh, this guy can fucking get the quarterback. Yeah. Chuck him out there on the outside. I think he had, did, did he, did he end up he had 14 sacks or something. Yes, he did. And did he end up with 100 tackles as well? Or did he just fall short of that? Can you chase that one up from Micah Parsons? <laughs> stats. Unbelievable. It's still ridiculous stats. For a rookie, you're in yeah. your first year, and you're in the best 16 players as voted by your peers in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable season that Michael Parsons had, uh, and that that Dallas defense they were so bad a few years ago, and they've really turned the corner. Like him, Trayvon Diggs, yeah, they uh, needed to add the weapons. It's I think exactly they'll be pretty good this year. Yeah, mm. I think I think as a team, I think they'll be pretty good. Monks, so Michael Parsons uh, stats, if you wouldn't mind. Yep. So he had um, thirteen sacks on the season, three forced fumbles, mm-hmm. uh, eighty-four combined tackles, sixty-four solo. Uh, Still ridiculous numbers. Unbelievable. Did he get a pick? Uh, no picks. No. Picks. no. Well, the ta- the well, tackle that's numbers that's wild. Yeah. Like most outside linebackers, they're averaging like the fifties or lower. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're, mm-hmm. they're trying to get yeah. quarterback, but yeah, to do both um, is ridiculous. Tyreek Hill finished fifteenth in two thousand twenty-one. He finishes fifteenth in two thousand twenty-two. New new team, obviously going uh, down to South Beach. Uh, how's Tua going to be able to use him? Obviously, Mahomes got a cannon. Can can. Uh, really take advantage of, of sending him deep. Uh, will they utilise him a bit more in the short passing game? With I, actually, I've seen because uh, he had that deep ball against that Titans in the preseason game, mm. and everyone's talking about because it was underthrown. And then, and then just oh, if it was Mahomes, he would have housed it and stuff like that. And then people have gone away and you know cut up a, a highlight reel of Mahomes underthrowing Tyreek Hill. So he's that fast. He's, he's quick. He's, he's quick. that yeah. fast. Yeah, I, I think it's less a quarterback issue and maybe the fact that he's yeah he's fast. Um, but we'll have to we'll have to see what that team looks like. Dolphins, another one of those teams that have uh, probably underrated. They've got a solid defense. Defense, and great. They've added yeah. weapons on the offense. So mm. yeah. Quarterback, they'll see what Tua can do with the weapons he's got. Trent Williams finishes 14. Mm-hmm. I think that's the highest uh, that an O-lineman has ever finished, up mm-hmm. 28 places from last year. A little bit of debate in our group chat this this week about the, the place of O-linemen. Yep. Do they belong in the top 10 uh, of uh, an NFL <laughs> top 100? Obviously, it's voted by the players, so mm. you know it's up to them. Um, you know They do an important job. Left tackles obviously get paid pretty well, but... Uh, uh, Trent Williams, the, the highest offensive lineman ever on the list. Then we're going to Josh Allen, 13th. He actually falls three places from last year. Mm. That was interesting, I thought, given mm. I thought he's probably better than he was the, the year before. Yeah, maybe forgot man in this uh, mm. with uh, some of those guys you now bumping up ahead of him, like Garrett Kelsey and Ramsey. We'll get to those in a second. But that's, you know, their guys bumping up in that list, you know, pushing him down essentially. And, you know, all three of those had excellent years last year. Yeah, so, indeed, indeed. Um, Maybe it was more that they took a you know, further leap and we were more you know, prevalent in the media and the more the players knew about them, so they got included a bit more in these votes by the, the other players. 
Derek Henry finished 12th. The King, he was on track to break all kinds of records before his injury. Uh, he, he was 40 yards short of a thousand yard season at the halfway I think, point. I think, he finished, <laughs> I, think, I think he finished third for yards. Yeah. He played half the game. Yeah. <laughs> I think he finished third for rushing yards. Yeah. Wild. If he stays healthy this year, my goodness. Uh, Miles Garrett goes up uh, six places uh, to finish 11th. Uh, if it wasn't for a guy called TJ Watt, probably the uh, the best edge rusher in the NFL. Travis Kels drops five, but still unbelievable. I think he finished second by Mark Andrews in most most uh, receiving numbers for tight ends. Yeah, I think five of the time is going to be Kels' only issue going forward. He's going to get all the targets, mm. Mm. Uh, all the volume over there at KC. But we'll have to uh, see how long he can keep his career going for. Jalen Ramsey, the best cornerback in the NFL. He comes in at ninth, five places up from last year. Uh, I think this is one of those positions where if you were to go around and ask everyone who's the best cornerback in the NFL, you'd get pretty much unanimous decision. Yeah. Uh, there's, mm. there's probably not that many positions where, where that's even a thing. Like at quarterback, I think you'd have some ravenous debate. I think at receiver and running back, you'd get some ravenous debate. Yeah. I think at cornerback, it's, it's pretty locked in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Number eight. Patrick Mahomes sliding down from being the former uh, champ of, of the list back in 2021. Uh, still highly, highly talented, went deep uh, in the playoffs last year. Obviously, uh, he's lost his running mate in Torrey Hill. Uh, who, who, who's going to be Kansas the Kansas had a bit of a down up. year last year as well. Yeah. Um, uh, in the AFC West, I think they're the only team that didn't improve. You look at Denver, they're improved. You look at the look at the Raiders bringing in Devontae Adams, like they're improved. The Chargers are way better. Like I think they're they're probably the only team in that division that maybe didn't do enough. Didn't do enough. I'm not going to say they've taken a backward step, but that that maybe on paper didn't go forward. Yeah, everyone else is you know geared up on weapons, and they've they you know seem to have only bought knives um, to this gunfight. So we'll have to see how the season goes when we get into it. <laughs> Speaking of Devontae Adams, he finished seventh on the list, down one from the year before. TJ Watt, he went from uh, ninth in 2021 to sixth on the list. Uh, the second highest defender uh, equaled the sack record last year. Uh the, the brightest spark in being a Pittsburgh Steelers fan at the moment, that is for sure. And then we go into two guys that had breakout years. They weren't even on the list last year. Uh, I'm talking about Jonathan Taylor finishing fifth and Cooper Cup finishing fourth. Unprecedented, yeah. their production. Uh, Cooper Cup getting the triple crown for, for uh, receptions, yards and touchdowns and Jonathan Taylor Smashing uh, everyone else in in all the running back numbers, they they would have been high on people's fantasy radars this weekend. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if they can back it up. Mm-hmm. Mm. The top three, I think this was a consensus top three. I think I sent through my predictions as to how this list would go. I got the box trifecta. I didn't get them in order. <laughs> in order, it doesn't pay as much as, as the as the yeah, trifecta. Yeah. But these were my three guys. I have my boy Aaron Rodgers, number one on the list. We got got him up there. He's two times MVP. Uh, Interesting that, that, that someone else finished higher than him on the list. Uh, no, mm-hmm. no guesses as to who, who that was. Aaron Donald, I uh, on my list, I actually had him as number one. Uh, he finished number two uh, the, uh, the year before. I think it's six years in a row that he's finished top five on this list. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the consensus top five, yeah. uh, top defender, I should say, in the Is NFL. It? And he's got a Super Bowl ring and an uh, unbelievable yeah. performance in mm-hmm. the Super Bowl to go with it. And how about this, boys? At the at the tender age of forty five, 
<laughs> Tom Brady climbed six spots to to take okay. out the top one hundred again. Uh, what were our thoughts around this? I I think he's the goat, hands down the goat. But based on last year, I, I, I was actually a little surprised that, that that he took out the Dummy. the top on this. Most end. touchdowns, most passing yards. Like yeah, it yeah. doesn't surprise me at all that his peers would would vote him to number one spot. Plus, he's also got the he's you know, the fucking the goat. goat. <laughs> he's got that yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah if you, if people go, oh, who do you think the best player in the league is? They're going to go, uh, Tom Brady. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, for dude at forty four uh, to still put putting up the ridiculous numbers that he is, mm. uh, yeah, and the fact that you know the second favorite for the Super Bowl again with a forty five year old quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I think you know some of that probably flows through, and you know this will be probably the second last time he ends on this list. Um, yeah, you know, they'll do a list next year and he'll be mm. on it, but he'll mm. uh, be retired by that point. I don't think he's going to run it back again like he did this year. I think it's this will be the last season of Tom Brady, so probably fitting he ended up on one uh, leading into the season. Yeah, possibly. As a Bucks fan? Yeah, like, I mean, happy he's there um, and definitely um, great to see him there. I think you, you are right, though. It's kind of like that goat status around him. Like, Aura. He, yeah, 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 like... I mean, most touchdowns, most passing yards, but like like I said, like Rogers was MVP. Like, I think it's just there's a lot of influence, I guess, in terms of like how this this list is picked. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, he can run it back and we have a great season and mm-hmm. we win another championship. Um, That'd be a very Tom Brady thing to do. Yeah, if you yeah. finish <laughs> with a win, definitely yeah, it would be very Tom definitely. Brady. Uh, that Rams Buffalo's game that I've minced up before that was actually. In Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. That's all right, but there was 67 points. There was yeah. 67, 67 points. 67 points in Buffalo, so go to a, a, a nicer weather yeah. in the dome. Yeah. yeah I mean, it was Point in, City, like I said. Yeah, September, it was in September, so weather would have been okay. Do you remember? <laughs> in September. What's the F1 noise? Uh, Should we talk the F1? You got to do your car noise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, F1. So Spa was last week. Uh, we were leading into it uh, last potty. Uh, Max ends up winning it. Uh, he started mm-hmm. 14th. Um, actually, no, he started. Yeah, he started 14th. Um, uh, but he drove an absolute rocket ship. Essentially, he was went from 14th to first in 12 laps, which wow. is which is yeah, yeah ridiculous. How so, many laps in the race? Uh, 55. So he got it done in like the first quarter. Of yeah, the race. easy. And then um, no issue. Like mm-hmm. no one even threatened him. So um, there was a couple of safety. Cars or something early on. I know there was a couple of crashes. I don't remember any crashes. There, there. Oh, there was the, there was one. Cra- there was one big crash in yeah. the race in the start there um, between Bottas and Latifi. Mm. Latifi went off and um, clipped Bottas, and had to remove Bottas's car. But outside of that, um, yeah. yeah, they've they they've also got written there that Lewis crashed out in the first lap. Oh, uh, yes. Well. <laughs> um, I don't think that impacted too much because Lewis kind of stopped okay. off the side and yeah. uh, they re, you know, Max was still at, I think he was like 10th at that point because, mm. um, uh, yeah, Lewis cut off um, Alonso and Alonso ran out the back of him. Oh, um, right. Yeah, so McLaren struggled again uh, throughout the race. I think Ricardo finished 18th. Um, uh, he did poorly. Uh, he's mm. actually starting 18th in the race tonight, I believe, too. Um, so... Bit of rough trot for Ricardo. Uh, Ferrari struggled for pace. Um, they tried to do the fastest lap on the last lap, um, which ended up. Oh, it's a funny story because on the first lap, Verstappen pulls off his um, 
uh, what do they call the visor? The visor rip. Um, there's a special oh, name it's for like it. A, yes, sort of like a screen protector type yeah. deal. Anyway, he rips yeah. that off and gets caught, and um, Leclerc's braked up behind him. So <laughs> Leclerc has to put, to go for tires, um, uh, yeah, which then ruins his race. Um, but then also because of that, it affected the speed sensor. So when they pitted to go um, get the the tires for the fastest lap, he sped in the pit lane, which gave him a five second penalty. So he didn't get the fastest lap, and then also uh, had to overtake Alonso to get fifth place. But then, with that penalty, finished behind him. So Ferrari doing Ferrari things as always, um, struggling with the strategy. I think um, you know Perez finished second, Sainz was third, Russell was fourth, and Alonso was fifth. Uh, mm. Max is signing this up. Max is going to win the championship. Um, I think it's whether yep. Ferrari can you know get that number two spot and push Red Bull. Um, same with Mercedes, push Red Bull for the Constructors' Championship because Max is untouchable uh, is what my thoughts at the moment. Yep. And with the races to go, I, I, you know, even if he DNFs all of them, it's still going to be a hard, hard challenge <laughs> for them to, to, to overtake him. Like he's got a big lead. So His lead is 93 points on Perez at the yeah. moment. Mm. Yeah, and which is his with, teammate. So. With, yeah, well, that is true. So Perez isn't going to go past him. He's got a... Nearly a hundred point lead on on Leclerc. Yeah, with eight races to with go. eight to go. So mathematically, yes. Mathematically possible. It's, yes. it's like the Tigers <laughs> having to go in and, and put fifty four points on the on the Raiders today. <laughs> yeah, very yeah. very unlikely. Mm, and highly unlikely. He's shown his pace. We'll start on pole tonight for mm-hmm. the for his home Grand Prix. Very close mm. with the two Ferraris. Um, Mercedes also looks very quick, so it should be a bit of a competitive yeah. race. Not a great circuit for overtakes. Um, uh, over there, the Dutch GP, but we'll see how it goes. Um, like I said, Ricardo's going to start 18th. Um, uh, but I, have, I guess the main news there is Oscar Pistari confirmed as the McLaren driver for next year mm. will replace Ricardo. Mm. Uh, as we mentioned, Ricardo took the deal and is gone. He's now looking for a seat. The Gasly chat to Alpine is still happening. There's Michael Schumacher, where does he end up? Still happening. So some seats mm. to be found. Some seats potentially at Williams if Latifi gets moved on. Um, so they're still going to work out the grid for next year. Some reports that Jack Doohan will be the reserve driver for Alpine next year. Basically yeah. doing what Oscar did this year, uh, which is uh, great for Jack. Um, maybe we see three Australians in F1 in two years' time, uh, but we'll have to see what happens with Ricardo. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. hard. You think there's, he's done? There's a lot of seats there. Oh, I think he, he can definitely get he's, – he's good. Like The yeah. other thing is McLaren's had two former world champions drive for them in the last 10 years mm. and the only driver to win a race for McLaren's Ricardo in mm. the last decade. So mm. um, he can definitely do a job. He's still an elite driver. Um, he probably – they've taken the wrong approach with McLaren where they've tried to build a McLaren car instead of a car that suits Ricardo. So – um, you'll have to go somewhere else to see uh, see if he can, you know, find a car that suits his style a bit more. Um, but it's it won't be with the top teams. Maybe Alpine go back there. Um, they're probably you know finishing fourth or fifth this year, um, or it's you know back into their middle pack teams, um, which you can do what Bottas has done. Go to an Alfa Romeo type mm. type outfit and just you know see in the middle pack, see if you compete on a week to week basis. Um, you know, stay in F one and uh, show your wares. But we'll see, we'll see. It's um, 
yeah. happy to see Oscar get a get a run. You know, at the expense of Ricardo's, you know, a bit better. But we'll mm. see what that looks like next year. But otherwise, GP uh, tonight in um, in the Netherlands, and I think that's like eleven o'clock our time. So. What do we expect to see of Orange and Verstappen to go pole to finishing uh, first? Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, like I said, it's a bit of a hard hard one to overtake on, and um, I think most of the chat's been about flares, about the letting the orange <laughs> yeah, flares thrown, off, thrown, yep. on the thrown on the track. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a red flag. Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the the banned flares. Uh, yeah, you know, because people want to watch the race, not see orange smoke everywhere. Mm. Uh, yep. So, like I said, see what that looks like that race tonight. Finish with the UFC. Finish with the UFC. We had the UFC in Paris. Mm-hmm. Paris. Mm. 62,000 people turned out. Fucking Ooh, massive. Was, wow. Yeah, How was that? How good is that? Huge, uh, huge event. Uh, first one in Paris, I believe. I don't think they've done one No, before. I don't believe so. I don't believe so. Should we talk Bobby Knuckles and then mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. Uh, the, the main event yeah, for the night? the French fighters were 5-0. and oh. <laughs> on the, on this card, mm. uh, so Bobby Knuckles mm. taken on the Italian at least mm. uh, did get the get his win here, uh, and by all accounts a masterclass. Um, I've seen plenty of highlights. Uh, he found his range uh, early in the second round, and uh, Viteri um, could not touch him essentially. Um, so an absolute mm. masterclass uh, from him. He just uh, paced up um, uh, Vittori in this one and got a win by decision. Uh, so I think. It's kind of clear that, you know, Asanya and Whitaker have, have distanced themselves from everyone else in the division. So, tears. Yeah. So, t- yeah. We, yeah. Lo- we like to talk about tears here on the yeah, SQ. We, we, we do it in the NFL. We, we've do it, done it in other sports. Mm-hmm. That's tier one in the middleweight division, isn't it? And then yeah, there's definitely. a clear drop-off. Um, obviously, Pereira now in, in tier, tier one and <laughs> well, and see what see what can happen. He's, he's the challenger. He'll take on Israel next. Um, yeah. But... You know, if Israel gets through him, then it's is that Whitaker f- three? Yeah, it'll be it'll be three. It'll be three. Yep. Oh, yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Cool. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, it'll be Whitaker three. Um, which it's a fight to make. It's if anything happens to um Pereira, then yeah, I think Whitaker will step straight in. Um, he's the he's sitting there number one. He's been number one there for twelve months. Um, he'll get his next shot. Um, probably uh, early next year, I'd say after they do this. Do this uh, Alex Pereira fight. If Pereira wins, does Whitaker get first dibs? Depends on how he wins. Yeah. If he knocks Israel cold in the first round, then yeah, I think Whitaker's the next one. If mm. it's a five round war and he wins it on decision, Artisan, the rest running back. Running run back. Yeah. 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 I think that might be the the chat, regardless, considering how good Izzy has been. Yeah. Yeah, but if he flatlines in where he needs another oxygen mask like he did in, in kickboxing, <laughs> then I think that's a different story. That's mm. a, that's a oh, yeah, we've now seen that three times mm-hmm. <laughs> if you include yeah. the two oh. previous in the kickboxing world. Yeah, one of the kickboxing ones was a KO, one was a points decision, points. I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's that's going to be the wood that, that uh, Pereira has over Adesanya. That's creeping up. That's only – I think it's end of October. Do you have it so, there for us, James? Yeah, I think it's the it's eight – uh, two eight one, I believe. So, the next main event after the after, after, the, up, the, after the upcoming the, the hazmat. Mm, uh, interesting um, that that Bobby Knuckles looks so good against against Vittori. I thought Vittori might have offered a little bit yeah, of push him a little bit more, little bit yeah. of resistance, considering it, he did push Adesanya. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, la- last year I think it was June that we were watching that mm-hmm. fight. Um, yeah, it's. 
Bobby Knuckles proved his class and uh, definitely st- still needs to be, um, you know, the the uh, the the one to push um, Adesanya or, or Pereira, uh, you know, given the result of that fight. Yeah. Uh, UFC 281 is on the 13th of November. 13th of November. So yeah. what, uh, we, what's that? Start of September. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so ten, 10 weeks, I think. 10 weeks. Yeah. So yeah. then I'd say Half probably months, yeah. March, um, April-ish for then a... Pencil, pencil that one in. For another fight f- uh, for that middleweight belt. So um, Unfortunately for, for Aussie fans, uh, tied to Ivasa's run his his uh his win streak came to an end it was against a classy classy fighter in Cyril Garn yeah. uh you watched this one Sean uh he, he did get knocked out in the third round I, I saw the highlights a nice combination mm-hmm. from Garn he looked he looked shredded he looked like if it went to decision it would be gone regardless uh mm. what, what was your take on this fight yeah well um first round feeling out um you can see Garn's uh, footwork. He's got elite footwork for a big man. Mm. Like uh, in that division, he definitely shows it. Uh, but really led with the, the front kick, um, mm-hmm. and that was you know to the lead leg to the midsection, and then with the occasional high one. Um, so the midsection was the one that really did the damage. Um, the the pointed mm. kick repeatedly into the midsection of to a kind of really is where it you know started to wind him and wear him out. Uh, but to his credit, in the second uh, second round, he put him on. He sat him down. So mm, mm. you know, very close to actually finishing this fight and winning it. Um, but you know, again, credit to Gain. He came to Gain. He came back, um, bounced back up from that quickly, reset himself, um, and then that third round, um, probably to Shui Vas's uh, um, uh, discredit, he, his chin. He he took a heap of punishment. He. Um, he was eating front kicks to the belly like at will, uh, which were really doing the damage. Mm. Got head kicked, ate that. Um, you know, took a bunch of punches as well, and then it was um, the the you know clear right hook that, that uh, set the end where to finally finally went down um, and Garn jumped on him, finished the fight, and that's all she wrote. But yeah, um, you know, I, I think. Uh, Toy didn't do anything bad. Like, he didn't do himself in disservice. No. Entertaining mm. as, as all accounts. Um, he will definitely get another dance partner in the heavyweight division. He can mm. throw absolute bombs. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he's he's definitely a better and more improved fighter. Um, it's just, yeah, Garn's footwork. And he just could get away from the big shots and uh, land, land his own uh, at range um, to do the damage and get the win. Unbelievable run from Taitu Ivasa from going unranked uh, five fights ago uh, to stringing five wins in a row to becoming the number three uh, heavyweight in the world. Uh, he'll be back with with a vengeance. It's going to be interesting to see who, who he gets uh, next. Uh, you know, as as fans, uh, as Aussie fans, mm. um, and and you know the future of the of the heavyweight division kind of a little bit up in the air. You know, with with, uh, with John Jones coming yeah, up, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, where does John Jones um, slide into that? How's Nangano's knee going, etc. Mm. Um, yeah, that's what's the allure of boxing money as yeah, well. For, that too, for, for yeah, the murkiness uh, that you that it is. So yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Nagano um, Garn fight in. In France and in Paris, considering Ngannou basically come essentially come from French, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. That I, uh, I think that's a, would be an absolute huge, huge mm. title fight. Um, I was going to ask: Does um, 
Garns win over uh, Tuivasa, give him enough clout to get that rematch straight away? Or he's, he's sitting at one. Um, it's going to depend on John, John Jones. Jones. That's yeah. Okay. Go back think, to John Jones. Yeah. yeah, I think I think if John Jones is ready and uh, and Old the, the is. and the allure mm. of the boxing money, uh, you know. Um, doesn't capture Ngannou, I think that's a fight probably next. Yeah. yeah. That would be my thoughts. I agree to that, definitely. Mm. And then does that mean for uh, Tuivasa that he sort of needs to work his way back up, fight some of those lower-ranked guys, get a little bit more? Maybe not too much. But too much. Well, where's Stipe at? Has yeah, well, that's the question. I think Stipe's angling as well for you know either that Jones fight or another fight with Ngannou. Yeah. Maybe mm. that makes sense in there. Um, maybe Curtis Blades... Yep. Um, mm. They haven't fought, have they? I don't think nah, so. From I'm, I'm pretty sure they well, have. You know, get that a wrestler to take on um, tour, yeah, no, which would be an interesting kind of dynamic, I mm. guess. Um, yeah, there's there's a, f- a few floating around there um, potentials, um, but yeah, we'll have to have to see what what comes for tour. Would love to see that. I think they've got to sort out John Jones, and then from that and we can then, yeah, go. we can. Sort out the dance partners for Work the rest of the heavyweights in the top from five. There. Mm. Yeah. Uh, to finish up, UFC 279 is next week. Next, next week. And Hamzat. Yeah, Hamzat uh, yeah, uh, headlining against Nate Diaz. Mm. I hope they have a body bag ready for Nate Diaz. <laughs> I feel that's the way this fight's <laughs> going to go. Um, but you never know. Nate Diaz is an absolute gangster. Up, up, um, yeah, his cardio is, is unrivaled. I, I'm worried that this is going to be a five round. Demolition of Nate Diaz. Yeah, he, you know he, he's a known bleeder. Um, yeah, uh, uh, I, I wonder if his chin will be his own undoing in this one. Um, let's let's hope uh, it doesn't go that way in the welterweight division. Um, uh, otherwise, Johnny Walker opens the the pay per view. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Holland Holland is on this as well. See if he can keep his run. Um, he's doing a catch weight, so one of them mustn't have made weight uh, for that fight. Uh, and then Tony Ferguson coming up in the welterweight uh, division. Mm. I don't like his chances either mm. uh, there against the Chinese fighter in Lee. So yeah, um, it's a, a bit of an interesting mismatch of a card. Mm. It's mm. A few guys coming back off losses, some names in there. A few guys, mm. uh, you know, trying to make runs. No huge big selling yeah, points. Ma- maybe yeah, maybe the last fight for Nate. Diaz. Yeah, maybe yeah, not the biggest no, no belt card. I think on the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, still a lot of interest. Don't get me wrong, but in terms of pure name value, yeah. and, and well, I think it's it's been dubbed the gangster fight. The the last true gangsters of the UFC. Mm. So okay. Nate Diaz last fight in the UFC. Um, hopefully that pulls in the viewership, and we'll see what that looks like. Catch weight one eighty. Yeah, so that's someone missed pounds by ten. Roll up a little bit. It's got um, right there. Some, some details. That's not. That's the. the I'm looking at the Holland fight. Um. Can't see it in there. There's a catch weight next week. Is the yeah. uh, is the summation? Uh, so the banterweight fight might have missed this one. That's why the card's a bit funny because mm. that's been moved to 280. The next one. Mm. Yep. Anyways, finishing strong here on the <laughs> S- <laughs> usual. Uh, Just like us. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to anyone that has joined us this week. Hope you're having a good week. Shout out. We didn't do it at the, at the start of the show, but well, to the any dads out oh, there, yeah. you know, dads that 
have got kids, uh, people that have got dads. Most dads do have kids. <laughs> <laughs> most, and most people have dads. Yeah. Most people most have dads. Uh, and shout out to anyone that's that's lost a dad or or um, you know wasn't able to see their dad this Father's Day. Shout out to the new fathers. Shout out to the fathers of of little dog, you know, of, of little little fur dads. Yeah, um, all, all you dads out there. Shout out to dads with dad dicks. Shout out to dads that don't have dad dicks. I'm with still waiting pods. for mine in the mail. Yeah. Um, yeah, happy happy Father's Day oh. to all of you dads out there. Thank you. Uh, for your time listening to us and uh, putting up with our dribble here on the Esky. We'll be back next week, um, Sunday afternoon. Kind of finals shindig. Yeah, we'll have the first week of the NRL finals. We'll have a real clear picture of the AFL. There will only be four teams remaining. We'll be looking at the NFL. It'll be an NFL-heavy mm-hmm. um, segment, mm-hmm. I'd reckon, um, You know, leading up into the first... Uh, week of the NFL. We'll have some cricket news. We'll have some F1 news um, and some just general shenanigans and general horseplay. All the Sounds good. Mm. All right, thank you, boys. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Happy See Father's you Day. Yeah. Um, looking forward to open uh, the, the dad dick in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Catch ya. Bye.